Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome back to Cousin Sign Podcast. It's your girl, your sister, your cousin, Kaylin, back on the mic once again. Kai did a great job of holding us down last week, but <laughs> the favorite has returned. Um, I'm here with five of six five or six of our cousins today. So I don't got, oh, wait, I can't talk. I don't got all my people around me, but Destiny, we're praying for you. If you've never listened to this podcast before, you're in for a mighty treat. But before I tell you a little bit about the podcast, I need you to go follow us at CousinsNightPod underscore on Instagram. That is CousinsNightPod. Pod P O D underscore on Instagram. We trying to get our followers up. We're working on our content, so I need you to go hit that follow button. All right. So the way the podcast works is we just go through um, a list of topics. Uh, it all started one day when we were in our grandma's basement or somebody's house, just having one of our great talks and debates and discussions like we usually do, and we were like, we should turn this into a podcast. So every week we start out the podcast talking about music. We then transition into what is going on in the culture. We have a segment called You're Going to Jail, period, where we tell you who's going to jail this week. And then we have The Sick and Shut In, where we need to tell you who's being prayed for, rebuked, or something else. Laughed at. Or laughed at, okay? Not to be taken seriously. Psych. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. First on the docket is music. Number one, academics of the... What's that show called again? State of the Culture? Oops, sorry. Everyday Struggle struggle Podcast admits that Meek Mill, well, I'm sorry. He admitted that he called the police on Meek Mill for, quote unquote, green lighting him, which I don't know what that was. So take it away. Essentially, with the ongoing beef between academics and all Meek Mill. Or he, what's it? All of hip hop. Uh, yeah, essentially all of hip hop, but especially if it's beat with Meek Mill, who he called Meek Mandela, mm. because of his whole prison reform. Basically, in the last few Twitter um, Twitter argument last night, Meek Mill said he was going to greenlight him, but essentially saying he's going to get him fucked up. Yeah, so niggas can get him whenever they see him, right? Yes. Oh man. So again, I'm trying to pull up. Let's see. I'm pulling up now. Damn. Yes, it started with him saying, "What's it called?" Meek Mill said he called academics is banned from the trenches. And he said, you swear niggas trying to be in the trenches, we online. And then Meek Mill responded, nah, you online. Just make money off the trenches. Next phase is green light. And then academics did call. Academics canceled because he has bad police and our culture doesn't need them. He also gassed a lot of beef that got people killed and hurt and never donated a dollar to the culture. Who was saying this? Meek, Meek? Mill. Okay. We'll holler at you at your next run, champ. And he straight, apparently he allegedly went right to the police and called them about Meek Mill, threatening him. Within good reason, because Meek Mill got a lot of people beat up. <laughs> Remember what happened to Safari? Mm. And what so green lighting means he let the green light out to beat him up. Yes. Okay. And if you remember that video of Safari getting jumped while Meek Mill just so happened to get out of the car right behind him. And remind me who started the argument in the beginning? Was oh. it Ak? Yeah. So Ak started it. Well, Meek- it was Meek, but Meek was all. But, 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 Ak deserves it, because Ak always throws shots at Meek. So Meek started the argument with Ak. Yeah, whenever when Freddie. Out of thin clown, air. No, when Freddie gives the clowning on him. Okay. And then he joined in and said he's banned from the trenches. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, if Ak started with Meek, then he's a clown for calling the police. But I guess Meek kind of started it with him, so. And maybe Act feels like, oh, he started with me, so I'm going to call the police because I'm scared because he has got people beat up before. But you're still a clown for calling the police. 
if nobody has put their hands on you and we're in a pandemic and you don't really go nowhere. So you're a clown. Yeah, I don't know. I, if I were ACA, I would probably call the police too. Oh my God, y'all some corny. If I were academics, yeah, I'm calling the police too. I'm scared for my life of academics. Huh. We saw what happened with, when somebody like Russ can get some people to get beat up. Tell me, Remy, um, who's probably like you know has more connections, more knows more, you know, real niggas than him. We could probably get you killed if you really truly wanted to. I don't think but so. I it's, believe so. I think it was all you jokes. Though, I'm saying. Yeah, is this Gosh, particular? Is this particular green light just for show? Because if I'm really turning the green light on, I'm not putting it on social media. Agreed. Green light on. You know, I'm telling the niggas on the back. Green light on. Like, you know, yeah, okay. You think it's sweet academics? With next time your ass is out, okay. green light, nigga. Drake sang mob ties. <laughs> Drake sang mob ties, Brent. I think I think you can do these when you have those type of connections. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, academics. But, but at least, well. Yeah, but at least if it's in a song, you can always be like, I'm just rapping, singing a song. I didn't mean nothing. But if you post it on social media, you can kind of, you know, it's you can't really say like, oh, it was just... I was just making a song or joke, but I don't know. Well, do, just do like his friend 6ix9ine, he is federale. So do you we guys think it's kind of corny to get people beat up, or do you think they should do it themselves? Do it themselves. I don't think nobody should be getting beat up, period. I'm not condoning violence, unless but is it worse you to hire put violence on me. Beat them up instead of you? I see why you would want to hire someone to beat somebody up. Yeah. Like, I would want someone <laughs> to beat... If somebody beat me up, I would want somebody else to beat them up. Up on my behalf, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For revenge. But like, for Actually, revenge, no, I'm like, just thinking like, if I'm Jay Z and I'm a billionaire, and somebody is talking smack about Beyonce or I don't send know. the goons. Yes, like I'm not going to touch you because I don't. I'm not going to jail on it. Yeah. this behavior. All the yeah. top people do it. They send their goons. Take care of my dirty yes, work. My, my little work for me. You know? I don't condone yeah. fighting unless you put your. Hands the only time on. I felt like he deserved to beat up was Vic Mensa when he um because he made fun of his dead friend. So, yeah. like, you know, I, if I'm there, I'm seeing you face to face, you kind of should have did something. And Vic, he held himself, like, he held his composure. I would have done the interview. Because be I believe he probably would have smacked the shit out of him, as he said. Mm. And Vic, wherever you are, we're praying for you. Because I think he did post something. And let's talk about him real quick. Oh, he's performing tomorrow. That's yeah, tomorrow. he posted, like, lighting a um, Confederate flag on fire. And he was the main one singing in the Confederate flag dress. That's he was a, mocking it. Yeah, he was trying, to make, he was trying to make a statement with that. It just came. I know. Really it just cringe. looked really emo and dumb. It was really cringe. Yeah. Not even emo, just cringe. But I'm excited. He's that means he's probably going to do more '93 punk stuff, which I don't want. I hate '93 mm-hmm. punk. But I have to say, look, we're clearly talking about that. I can't remember who who was the guy that working with him. Did the Swiss Beats or No ID that told him? But one of them told him like, make it your own brand and don't and keep it separate from Vic Mensa, because if he put that on him as Vic Mensa, he would have been trashed. I think he, But that's yeah. because it's not Vic Mensa presents 93 Punk. It's a different yeah. thing. Do it you? Mess, it doesn't mess up his discography. Almost kind of like with Chance and the Free Net. No, the, not the, the Free the, Nash. The social experiment. The social experiment. Even though, like, he's not in charge of the social experiment, right? No. I like that it's separate. Mm. All right. So, mm. the next we're going to talk about Lupe Fiasco House Review. Um, he had dropped an EP called House. I personally didn't listen to it. I'm very sorry. Am I the only one to listen? I listened to it. Oh, okay. House is awesome. You want you to you start off for it though? Okay, thanks, Kevin Cave. I will start this one off because I was checking for this. I didn't even know it was coming out. I think Kai put it on there for new music for this. Yeah, next this week. And thank you because I was ready ready to listen to it on Friday when it dropped. This is just a great little five pack of songs. Like um, 
Man, uh, he has Virgil Abloh. Um, Abloh Blair. <laughs> Pop Smoke Out Mark fame, off white fame. Yes, featured off white, right? Featured on most of the songs. Fifty dollars <laughs> fame. fame. Yes. So um, you know, Virgil's on two songs, just kind of talking about. In the intro, he's talking about your how people's houses, how houses look, and you know how it is to live in a house, just stuff like that. Because uh, you know the EP's called House, and um, so it kicks it off of that. The intro is great. Then Dinosaurs, Lupe just continues to show. That uh, you know he's he's just so talented and uh, just an amazing rapper, and that you don't always have to be braggadocious, rapping about who has the most money and how many bitches you fuck and uh, how many drugs you sold and how gangster you are and how cool you are. You don't gotta rap about that. You can still just tell a story in your rap and and have fun with it and not be corny with it. Cause dinosaurs is a, one of those examples of that. He's just talking about the dinosaurs, about their life, how they were ex- you know extinct and got blown up. From a meteor or whatever, talking about how they live on the earth, their day to day shit. Really cool song. Beat is amazing. Lupe just being Lupe. And then uh, Slaydom, I don't even know how to say it. May Slaydom is how you pronounce it. Is the third song where he's talking about being a model and women modeling things. And it's just another smart song. It's really smart. And it's rhyming. He puts the lyrics together. A beat is amazing again. These sound like, in my mind, like they sound, could be like. Um, New job based beats that Lupe's rapping over. Mm-hmm. And then Shoes is probably the highlight of the album. Virgil Abloh is on there talking about making a shoe, how you build a shoe. He's talking about how you start with the soles, go to the tongue, go to the whatever, oh, put on so. this, put the laces in it, whatever. Virgil Abloh is rapping? No, 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 He's talking. Giving He's giving oh, a speech, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And he kind of talks about how the shoe is for Ahmad Aubrey. He calls it the Air Aubrey. And that's kind of cool, you know. And then. Lupe's talking about lining up in line to get the newest shoe. To, you know, he's pretty much giving his account of being in line, waiting for the newest shoe. Great beat again. And then the closer, LF95. Another great beat. Just Lupe being Lupe. I'm sorry, you guys. I gave a full review on this thing. I know you guys want to add some stuff. But uh, Lupe's my favorite rapper. I, I don't know if I've been making that clear. I've been making it clear to myself. But he's now my favorite. I know Kendrick and Cole and these people are really amazing. I don't Wait, know. They may be first. they may be better to some people, but as far as who's my favorite is Lupe. Yeah, consistently over time. He's this is this guy always just tomorrow. really surprises me. But um, yeah, so great five pack Lupe. Yeah. He says he's working on more stuff, so I can't wait to hear this shit. And so, not this oh, I just want to preface this though. I'm not sure if you will hit this guy. This is all beats from a guy from Twitter. So to preface this, Kalen Ellis is a YouTuber. Is a guy on Twitter. His name's Kalen. Yep, K E K A E L I N, and he was uploading songs on Twitter, Terrible. like beats, like tag Lupe Fiasco, tag Lupe Fiasco, tag these people. I want to make this music. Lupe responded one day, "Be careful what you put on the internet. And stop leaving them around. They're not safe out here." And then he decided to work with Lucas Kalen, and all of the songs off this song are produced by Kalen himself. Oh, that's awesome! Which is fucking amazing. I is did Kalen not getting know his that. money? Yeah. Well, oh, of course. course. Okay, yeah. Kevin. Okay, what thank you. I didn't know that because like, the beats are fire. He's actually so credited on their Spotify. They have his own page on there too. Wow, I, I didn't know that piece. Wow, that's really just nice. amazing. And like Brent said, amazing. Really like. Again, like keeping off a drugless wave, keeping it on that type of lyrical miracle, mm-hmm. great bar. Like the fact that he was able to rhyme their scientific names, like when he's talking about dinosaurs, he's not talking not just T Rex, he's talking about the gigantic hippopotamus, like the like the actual super long ass scientific name they have. Mm-hmm. Finding good ways to rhyme about those, talking about the origin, just really on like this dude is just flexing his vocabulary on us at this point. Yeah. 
Lupe has great songs with the beats. I was really like, I was very curious why everything was credited to Virgil too. But yeah. then I saw the whole thing with the shoes and stuff like that. Then yeah. it made sense to me. Shoes kind of tied it in. Uh, Overall, solid, really good, love it. I can't take yeah. any off from Brent. I was gonna say like Joe Budden and them were clowning Lupe for having a song about dinosaurs. Here's the thing, in my opinion, if you are a great rapper, you can literally rap about anything, and I will want to listen to it. Lupe can make a whole album about the creation of dinosaurs and stuff like that, <laughs> and I would be sitting there attentively at you know Beck and Call. Not attentively. <laughs> I'm just saying like. Lupe needs to be up there when he's talking to like greatest rappers of like Jay Z, Tupac, and this thing is just talented and he's been talented for like what twenty years now and yeah, just never given credit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like from like probably like the first rip out hip hop I ever really listened to and loved was him, Food and Liquor, and it just kind of shows that Lupe is just a goat. It, it, you can't deny it at this point. Preach. Like he's just like like you already read the whole thing, but everything <laughs> on this this EP is just fire. There's no bad songs. Like this is up there for my top five of the year. And I was introduced to you, Lupe, on fucking Touch the Sky, okay? I know we real, we are terribly talking about Everyone Kanye knows on this podcast. because of Kanye. I know. I must say, Kanye, he knows, he knows good music. Because people like there before or after Touch the Sky. I think before. Touch the Sky was first. Food and Liquor like 2007, I think. Yeah. When was so late sky? registration? 2003. Really? How do you no. know? Shit. I'm pretty sure. When did late registration come out? We're going to do some deep dives. I do need to listen to him, y'all. Maybe. Can somebody just remind me? Listen to 2005. That was close. Which one is 2005? Oh, damn. You're right. Food and liquor. I want to say 2007. Seriously. It was 2006. Oh, wow. So we were introduced to him by Touch the Sky. You're right. Wow. Peach from Kayla. It's so interesting because they're both rappers from Chicago. Like, they both went to, like, and were both considered amazing, and they both went to different lanes. One turned into a a signing. It became a shaman king. You remember Shaman King? Shaman King? It's coming back. It is? Yeah, they're redoing the whole series. You heard of Shaman King? To be Shaman. Shaman King. Shaman King is a Saturday okay. morning anime. Well, Lupe, Lupe said he got all the beats. He got this beat off of Twitter. I thought he was just joking. But he really did. But He's talking about how he... in his house making beats and yeah. was like, and this would be fire for Lupe. Yeah, and you ever look at Twitter? Or did he, on, or on somebody's pages, shit. There's a bunch of people like, tag Joey on this give me beat. A, give me Joey on this, on this beat. Mm-hmm. This is what finally happened. Okay. And other so shout out to him. Okay. Those beats are incredible. Come on, King. Next case. Blue I'll let somebody Exile. talk about that. Yeah, I don't know who this so, is. So, yeah, um, Blue and Exile, um, they are a duo. So, um, Blue is the rapper, Exile is the producer. They came out with their newest album in, like, I want to say eight years, Miles. And um, let me tell y'all, this is an incredibly long album. This it is, is rap? What is this strong? Pure rap, pure boom rap. bap, it's straight um, sample soul. It is incredible. It's 20 hour, it's 20 songs, 20 an hour. hour and 35 minutes. Excuse me, what do you say? 20 hours? 20 songs. Oh. Okay, so 20 songs, an hour 35 of just pure bars, pure rapping. Some songs over like seven minutes long. It, it is probably like, this has been honestly my album of the year so far. This oh has been word. insane. This is exactly what I wanted. This is the rap that I love. You like this rated more than Betty? More than Benny. More than Freddie. More than Benny. More than Benny. I'm just Wait, saying. Like, had these people put out projects before? Is yes. This some random niggas. Beneath okay. the Heavens came out in 2007. That was the first mixtape I listened to from okay. them a couple years ago. And it is probably one of the greatest mixtapes ever. So it's really funny because we first heard of them from. You guys remember how Spotify has Discover Weekly? 
So mm-hmm. we first heard of them because they have a song called Dancing in the Rain that blew up again on Spotify. Purely because the algorithm are like, you guys probably like this music. And we've been loving it. That's been one song I like. We played in Florida when we were all there like three years ago. Remember we played a bunch of songs that y'all never heard from? It was one of their songs on that list too. Oh, I think it I know. It sounds like J. Cole well. a little bit, so I feel like y'all would actually enjoy it. But like on a more like old school style beat. But like, I like it's hard Where to say. From? I'm, I'm not sure. too sure offhand. No, the West Coast. He always reps reps West Coast. You know? but, uh, California, no, yeah, Cali. He's yeah. California songs. But um, I was just say like the entire album is long, very detailed. Um, he raps about Miles Davis, a musician's life, on this album. Um, cool. Name, album's named after him. But my favorite songs remember were Miles Davis, When the Gods Meet, Brightest Stars, Troubled Water, and African Dream. Like I want him and Lupe to do a whole tape on XL Beats. I feel like this would be incredible. This is what hip hop needs. What Drogas Wave was trying to do, Blue and XL did on one song. So I just kind of oh feel like God. these two would you just combine to make mm-hmm. an incredible album, in my opinion. You can go first. Okay. Um, yeah, I heard about this thing. Kevin kind of told me about it, so I said, let me try to listen to it before the podcast come on. And it's an album where I really feel like I should like it, but I don't. Ooh. <laughs> He's just. He's not exciting to me. There's no lines that stick out. Hey, my name is Blue. The sky is blue. The water is blue. Jay-Z's daughter's name is Blue. And so are you or something. I don't know. And uh, the beats. I don't like the beats. They're just too boom-bappy now that I know what that is. I don't know, you guys. I I need to listen to it again. And Lord, Lord, don't get me started on how long it is. But I can understand how Kai and Kevin like it so much. After I... Rip it to shreds like I, like I kind of just did. <laughs> the man is talented. He can rap for seven minutes straight <laughs> and, you know, be on point and be on rhythm, be on flow. And the beats, I can understand how someone can like them. But, and it fills the screams of an album that Brick should like. <laughs> like, the way Kai describes it is what it is. Sounds like I should like it, but I just didn't. I couldn't get through it. I, had to, I cut off multiple times. I tried to start it at different songs, and uh, uh, I just couldn't do it. No, I, I can understand. Not everything's for everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I just felt, like, really surprised I even saw Fantano gave this album a nine. He gave it a nine. Like, I it's just, it. like, to me, this is an album I want more people to listen to. This style of rap should come back, mm-hmm. and this is what rap should be at the forefront. This is why we got to get a mixer, because I want to hear some of this rap, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you the truth. The man can rap. <laughs> it's just bars no. on bars on bars on bars, and that's what I love about it. I knew I knew this nigga. You know I literally, I think I found him off like Tumblr or something. Mm-hmm. I have a blue project in my library. <laughs> some Senzu Volume 2 or something. About Ariel. She knows everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know of a lot of people, but I don't really be diving deep in nobody's um, discography. But he looked so familiar when I saw his actual face. Um, okay. Yeah. Anything else about Blue? Fantastic go. project. I'll agree it's too long. There's some times where you listen to the song it's like, Man, the song is not even fucking over. Yet. It's supposed to be a double album, that's why. Like, yeah, um, well, it was just a bunch of songs they threw together and they make one full one, but like, it could have been two halves. Oh, uh, when I was on um, The Feeling, I was like, all right, wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> See, if y'all saying wrap this up, I ain't gonna make it. I just, You're it's just too long. It's a seven minute song. <laughs> I just, when I listen to an album, I want to listen to it entirely. So it is very hard to sit through an hour and 35 minutes of an album. Yes. See, for that's anyone. why I, I could rock with Freddie Gibbs, because he was. Mm, what? Gun to your neck. Oh. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Freddie Gibbs, <laughs> he had some bad songs. 
and he got what he had to say, got his shit off, and got out. And that's mm-hmm. what I liked about it. There's an art to like to laugh and like just teaching you and putting you on. I think there's an art to that. That's okay. truly forgotten. Right so now. is his name Blue? Yes. Or Exile? Okay. Exile's Blue. the producer. Very well. I was just going to say, the intro was so kind of cringy to me. Blue, green, yeah, yellow. I had no idea what was going on at first. I didn't know about yeah. it. Yeah, baby voice. Fantano loved that part, but like, yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't know crazy. Fantano, he's a very strange boy. I feel like he, he has is. a very odd selective, like, what is his good, what's good music to him? Yeah, you never know what he's going to like, to be honest. But that's what I like about him, too. But I can understand why people like this album, and I think, you know, everybody should give him a try. You know, he's underground, a nigga can rap. But it's just not for me. That's all I think. But I'm going to listen to it again, though, after all that. I'm still going to give it another try. Since Kevin and Kai feel so strong about it, I'm going to listen again. That's fair, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to give a quick shout-out to Leanne LaHavas. I didn't finish the album, but I got really deep into it. And the bitch can sing. What is her name again? Leanne LaHavas. Very great vibe. Very peculiar voice. Great writing as well. And I can't wait to finish it. Come mm-hmm. on, Regalia. Yes. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Next case. Logic power. Logic power. 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 The last one. Do it nicely. Mm-hmm. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> What's, I wanted to give a um, a line for him, but I forgot. Uh, Everybody wanna be black. Everybody wanna be. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We're back. So, Perfect laugh for him, Kayla. This yes. is the Logic Power Hour, where I will kick it off to Kai to take us on the trail of the new album Did called you? I Listened When I Was Driving to My Mother's House. Oh. <laughs> no, I have to look at it. No pressure. I got to, I got to Perfect. So I had a lot more to go, but I listened to you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs. Matter of fact, you got one of the shortest. What do you think? Here's what I have to say. I liked the songs. What I realized about Logic is I do not like his voice. I feel that if J. Cole was rapping the same words on the same beats, I would like I'd be like, oh, this is a banger. This is rotten. But because I just don't like his voice and the way that he be talking, it just sounds corny to me. I don't know if that sounds stupid, but like the tone of it sounds like you just gave the lyrics to a random boy in class and was like, you know, recite these words. That's what I feel. It's the same way how we kind of don't like West. Like me, I can say I don't like West Side Gun's voice a little bit sometimes. Sometimes where he's re- he's really rapping shit, but sometimes it's hard to take very seriously. But doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I wanted to share with y'all the ones that I liked. I put a heart on some of them. Uh, Soul Food, Celebration, GP Four. I think that's the one we talked about. Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated the intro. I, I don't like when he always doing these little interludes and stuff. It's kind of cool and to me. The robot stuff? <laughs> we don't really fucking need that. Yeah. It's a, but, part, it's a part of him. Yeah, it just yeah. follows the themes of the uh, other albums. Just that's don't all. I like it. No, I understand but, that. But, like y'all, um, somebody said this. I ain't going to say. I'm not going to tell people what people said. But I enjoyed the beats. They were very good. Production's insane. And that's all I got to say. Want to get the negative ones going out of the way first? Brand area? Oh, my word. Go, Brent. All right, uh, so I only listen to this thing because, of course, 
he just put it out it's news and we report what's going on in the music so um of course kevin and kai you know love this guy as you know i've been berating around i've been dancing on his grave i've been singing He's ding not- dong the witch is dead I've been getting my life. I've been enjoying Joe Budden, just going off on this guy. Life has been good. So I put this thing on. <laughs> Mm-mm. Uh-oh. A hot take soon comes. All right, I put this thing on. Here we go. And he's leaving on a high note. He's retiring very well, I thought. <laughs> I agree with what Kalen said. His voice is still corny, but the young man can rap. No ID, put on a beat, expose, expose, okay? He, no ID. You get no ID. Working no. with the first album. Well, let me look at what no ID. Oh, really? I thought it was all no ID. Try listening to him. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Shots. Well, I thought it was all no ID. Okay, but I learned that. Well, whoever did the beats, they went off. The Logic produced a few. Okay. They no produced. They no provided beats that were exactly right where Logic is in his pocket in his bag. We could go off. Hit my line was a really cool song, you know, about the, all the ills that's going on in the world See, I and how like he needs guards to hit his line so he can talk to him about what's going on. He didn't like it. Okay, yeah, I liked it. And Soul Food is that where he used the old beat? You know, this is actually the thing about Soul Food too is that's the beat he wanted to use for Soul Food One, mm. but they couldn't clear the vocal sample and they couldn't find the person who did it, okay. so they had to redo it themselves. But this is the original beat. Got you, got you. Okay, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, logic, logic sounded good. So he's retiring on a high note. The last few albums I heard were much worse than this and very laughable and disgraceful. Mm-hmm. I only heard one line about niggas was sad because I was black or something. I wasn't black enough, and he was very crying very much so. And was it Dark Place? Yeah. yeah. He yes. was crying? Not crying. No, 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 but kind of no, whining and sad. But I didn't even hate that song so much. I hated Amen and Obediently Yours. So even though he retires on a good note, he still is ending in a bad, ending the album very terribly, and whiny and you know and, and you right. The NBA, do you think Amen too? The NBA? Yep. Oh yeah, they always fail and of do course. stuff like that, oh, right? My but um, yeah. So Logic, you know, this isn't a terrible album. Um, I was very much prepared today to come in here and just talk about how terrible this is. How I've heard so many "I'm black and I'm white" lyrics, but I didn't. You were rapping. The beats were great. And, um, you know, yeah, you know, I wish you the best. You, and, and you sound just like Joe Budden. <laughs> I like to, but, I wish you the best in, um, Twitch, Twitch land. Yeah. yeah I, I kind of got the same vibes. I really did like the beats. There was one song where I kind of listened to it and halfway through it, I skipped it, but that was the only song that it happened. I wish I would have gave this a second listen through. I'm going to listen to it once the day that it came out. So it's not fresh in my mind right now. Um, but I did respect him for just getting his shit off. Like, it just very, it felt very cathartic. It felt very, like, I'm going to talk about whatever I'm feeling, and I'm going to talk about why you guys called me corny, why you guys calling me, like, all these different types of, out my name, whatever, mm-hmm. how it affects me. And I respected that, because mm-hmm. it'd be one thing to be like, fuck all y'all, like, y'all are trash, whatever. He's, he's really just rapping about, like, how oh, he feels and like what he's going through and how it's affecting him and i i just respect that because i feel like that's just real shit um but yeah i, I really I enjoyed agree the- with you in there ariel i respect him as somebody who has made fun of logic it is sad to hear that it really hurts his feelings. yeah and i feel like it was just the whole when i brought up the whole like i think he's re- he's saying he's retiring for different reasons i think this is like really kind of comes to my point of like 
he's tired of all the bullshit associated with with rapping and like putting out new music and like being judged and stuff and i feel like that's the main point that's kind of really affecting him um and of course he you know has a family or whatever but yeah i just respected him for just being open in his lyrics um didn't really like his delivery as much he's just not like my rapper he's not my type of artist that i would like listen to on repeat but um yeah i just felt myself like i would just be like zoning out to the music and bobbing my head i'd be like wait i'm listening to logic like wait what (laughs) so um yeah it wasn't a terrible experience i did not immediately hate it um and i just give him props for um you know so with that point you just made a second ago Mm -hmm. i really think had logic been embraced by the hip-hop community he still wouldn't be rapping right now I think a big part of it was the whole, like, the meme of he's black, he's white. Yes. The whole, like, how guys like Charlemagne or Joe would never gave him truly a chance and continue to kind of, like, shadow on him, things like that. And had he not, like, I feel like it's kind of the same thing with Gambino. Like, had they both been, like, not disrespected by hip-hop, mm-hmm. they both would probably still be in rap, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, that, that's a good point. It's, to me, this album was awesome. Like, I really love this. To me, it's a... It's truly a love letter to the fans. Like, if you've been listening to him since his mixtapes, like, early stuff from, like, 2012, 2010, you will get every reference to every line. Because y'all don't know if I don't listen to him. A lot of these songs have references to his older projects, whether it's B-Switches, whether it's two lines. I'm not sure, like, one, one line on, like, for example, on, like, Dad Bod. Well, he says, will they love it? Will they hate it? I don't give a fuck anymore. Which is a note to your song Upgrade, where he says, it's like, you know what I mean? A lot of this is, like, basically him referencing all of his old stuff, celebrating his music, which, in my opinion, is really interesting because you don't see artists do that. When they make one final album, they just make one final album and call it a day. But this is him just telling, like, just being honest, being like, open. It's like an open, um, open diary kind of yeah. thing, I feel. This is like when you beat the game finally and you're on New Game Plus and then you're going through with all your old equipment again. Yeah. That's what it feels okay. like. Hey, you don't get it because you don't know. No, you love it too, though, so I don't hear it. <laughs> love you know, is a very... He's ending on a high note. So <laughs> keep it on a high note, right? <laughs> no slander. All right, Kyle. Um, GP, Growing Pains 4, Soul Food 2, um, Dark Place was fun to me. Heard him say, I just don't like... So the only thing I... only complaint I really have, I'm not crazy on Silas yet with Celebration. But oh, yeah. oh that the rapper, the other rapper, yeah, Silas signed to him boring. too. That's just his own. Person. Also, he was truly channeling things like Kanye. He was like some song, he kind of sounded like Kanye to me a little bit, especially some of his deliveries. And I know I am like like especially like especially with song like Celebration, where the whole beat is a chorus vocal, vocals. Mm. Like I told you on the maybe it was a chat. tribute to Kanye. Yeah, celebration. you can tell he's like one of his big influences. Yeah. yeah. I think Logic really did a great job on this album. Starting it off with David Hayter, the voice of Silas Snake. Brent was there for my live commentary of the album. I'm flipping out. When I got to Soul Food 2, I thought I had started levitating, and this was like the third phase of existence for me. I think Logic really went hard on this album. In my opinion, I'm very glad. He silenced pretty much all of his haters. You still have those dick riders saying, oh, welcome, black and white. But you cannot say this nigga can't rap. I think Logic deserved better from hip-hop's community, even though like he dropped two terrible albums. I still feel that like the other three he made should not invalidate the all the good ones he did. I think, like, um, looking back, when people look back on him, they're going to hear these songs. And, like, this nigga was more than just, you know, a biracial rapper. This nigga actually could say something and actually did good songs. So I think Logic did it on a high note for me, definitely. There's, I would love to put him in my top five, but there have just been better albums coming out this year. But, like, this was definitely a great one for me. Really? <laughs> wow. Well, in the, but in the year of, like, Jay Electronica and them, 
it's it's a, it's a tough spot. And I hate to say it, but like no song was better than the the light pack from Joey. Any of those songs were all those songs on there were better. than I that. don't know. Soul Food too. If I so I'm gonna say there's some good songs, but the light pack for three songs back to back to back were perfect. So yeah, this is definitely still on the high note for me. Yeah, so shout out to Logic, mm. Prince favorite rapper. You you know you're not gonna talk about how you did on Warzone, or you don't want to go. Oh, back. you're right. While See, while Logic was playing, I thought. I'm going to take it back to the old Call of Duty days that he got famous from. Let me tell y'all. Six kills, got the win, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Carry all while Kevin game. and Brent did the nothing. They stood there awkwardly. <laughs> I got six kills. I was down. Brent and Kevin were down. <laughs> I was up. <laughs> and look who's in. When I heard, um, when they love it, when they hit it, I, I got the kills. While, so you, know were, while you were listening to live. To the first okay. live reaction, I sent to the third phase of resistance, got the dub for the boys. Proud and it was all that. because of logic. <laughs> so thank so you thank again, you. Bobby. All right. How do you feel about what I said about the whole... Well, no, never mind. Then. Y'all want to go? Like, you, sure? you got something to say? Go ahead and say it. Just say it. All right. Next, tomorrow, Blackest King will be released on Disney+. Plus. We've talked about this last week. Um, Beyonce is releasing her... Now we know it's a visual album to accompany... The the gift album, visual album, is that right? Yeah, visual album. Okay, so yes, it's excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. So it's gonna be songs from the gift. Correct. Oh, I'm not listening to this thing. It's a video. I already heard. I I already watched this. I already listened to it. You can listen to a movie. I've heard all the songs. I'm good. I hate to say this. Oh my god. I don't think. I'm sure the movies would be nice and all, but like I already heard all these songs. No. It's about the visuals. It's about the story, okay? Let's watch your mouth when you speak on the phone. Oh, my God. Sorry. So, I would encourage you to watch if you want to. No one's going to put a knife to your neck. But um, we will be watching. Sadly, tomorrow I'm going to have to be off all social media because (laughs) I need to not be spoiled. I wish it was coming out 12 a.m. Eastern because I will be watching it tonight. Yes. But... Sadly, it comes out 3 a.m. Eastern. Mm. Ain't nobody got time for that. No. <laughs> so You are a real Beyonce fan. You can wake up. Brent, uh, as soon as I get off, yes. or as soon as you get off, I'm mm. coming over. Okay? okay. And we're going to watch it there. Do you have anything to say? I'm very excited. I, I'm sad, though, because I thought it was new music. Um, but, um, yeah. I'm excited to see the visuals. I'm always gagged every time she she give it to you every bull she really gives it to you every bull <laughs> starting from she said That's even some of <laughs> you never heard that no no why are you gagging so shout out to once you again bull. the ballroom community mm-hmm. paris is burning netflix um but what i was gonna say was what we've seen already the fucking visuals are just unbelievable i mean they have water, not water aerobics, but they have the water. Dance, they have dancing in the water. Water aerobics. Water. Um, oh, um, synchronized swimming. swimming. They got fucking synchronized swimming in big gowns. Okay, blue ivy's wearing red lipstick. Oh my god! It's just gonna be eloquent. And what's our word? Luxury. Okay? <laughs> it's going to be African fucking luxury. Ooh. And I can't wait. Let's see it. Correct? Yeah. I think I'm going to grill tomorrow if that's all right with y'all. Oh, 
about this one. nigga grilling. Yeah. I'm really blessed. You know where to stop by for lunch? <laughs> yeah, that so, sounds great. Um, but, yeah, I, I am on the bow of Yoke. I, I wish it was new, unreleased music. Because yeah. I always love to hear new music from Beyonce. But, mm-hmm. you know, I still enjoyed the Gift album. So, you know, mm-hmm. to see the visuals with it is going to be great. You're talking 4K, Dolby Vision, Atmos. Black we're as getting blacks. black as blacks on the OLED. We're gonna get it all I tomorrow. Black as black too. If black is king, black on the screen. Too. Oh my word. Okay, so yes, I'm I'm excited to see this thing. It's gonna be amazing black bodies with amazing colors behind them, and I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, good. You know, I heard Beyonce put her all into this but thing. Is also, what they said. Get some music. We don't know. Yeah, she yeah. released Black Parade, and that just could have been one song. Mm-hmm. You know, who mm-hmm. knows? What if she releases the visual album and then just drops her album that night? I don't know what she going to do. Well, if now, yeah, if that happens, I will be yeah. But I know it's attributed it, right? to the gift, though, okay. and it's attributed to a. She even said out of her mouth she did an interview with not an interview, but she dropped the video and gave it to Good Morning America, and she said. It is the new story of the Lion King reimagined, kind of mm. like it's the Lion King reimagined. Now, see, I just wonder if it's going to be like the Lemonade, where it's going to be a whole bunch of kind of strange visuals and no real dialogue. So, you think it's going to be like real acting? It can't be. Well, there was. No. There was some talking, like you have to be the king. Remember? Mm. Are you talking about Lemonade? No, I'm talking about <laughs> Black is King. Wait. Oh, that you've seen. You yeah, remember a long okay. time ago when it first came out, I sent y'all a commercial. Mm-hmm. And it was a little boy in a suit, and it was like, you must be the king. And then, like, trying to make him be the king or something. So, oh, that's going to be corny. Well, it's going to be corny because we see him in the fucking logo shooting down from the skirt. <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be the Lion King. <laughs> but, like, but like uh, reimagined. reimagined. Have a blast. Oh, oh my word. Y'all just don't get nobody. No, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I really highly doubt she's pulling out something completely corny. Yeah. That would be really, that would shock me. But, but it is with Disney, so she might be in her corny Disney that bag. That would be a corny bag. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to be no cussing. Ain't going to be no cussing or nothing. All right, now, nah, I don't need no cussing. Just tell me about my African roots. I'm going to say, lemonade shook my spirit, but all right. Ain't gonna be no bouncing to the next dick, (laughs) y'all. All All right. Um, Oh, I also want to add something. Okay, so next case. Drake. Drake. Again, we talk about Drake and Billboard. How many fucking times (laughs) are you talking about Drake Drake and Billboard every week? The king. That's why he's the god. Go ahead, Drake. I know it's you. Yes, I put this on here. What time? My God. I, I had you know Billboard they you know they always hitting my line you know what I'm saying they always tapping me or hit me up on the committee but anyway yeah Drake broke Madonna's record for the most top ten hits in Billboard history Madonna has thirty eight so with Grease and Pop Star Drake catapulted past her into forty yes so he has forty hits. People like Michael Jackson only have 30. The Beatles have 34. Uh, Stevie Wonder has 28. You know, so there's some big Bless names who he is past. And, you know, Drake might not be having the best year. You know, I I, I said before that um, on this podcast that 
Um, what's his album called? They came Dark out. Light, Dark Light demos. Thank you. Yes, that. That yeah, you know, as far as I highly disagree. No, no, not sound. I love the album, but as far as charting on the records, you know, it, it hasn't been having staying power. Even though I think it debuted at number one, then it kind of fell off kind of quickly. But still shows, you know, he can still kind of break these records because this is huge. Madonna beating him, so having a, a man of color, a little bit of color up on that list. So, okay. It's a I good have a deal. hot take. Okay. If anybody, help. anybody have anything to say? Because I have a hot take about this. I have a hot take too, but it's like a minor hot take. He has right, a song named Madonna. That's great. Madonna or no Donna? Madonna. Madonna. Remember, oh. you think house. it's Madonna. She, go out. she also stole the oh, soul yeah. with that nasty cigarette kiss. Don't you know that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot about that. Here's my hot take. Does anybody care about billboards? I or do. I like oh. I don't care, oh, and I don't know who's had how many. You can't say that, but when you go take cold with your platinum and no features. Uh. Oh wow! <laughs> you were yeah. in the sleep. Therefore, Ben. The boss. Wait, so that's roasting us for something stupid. And you were roasting. So that's the billboards. Yes. Yes, you were roasting us for not caring that he had. Well, I have been the most. Little challenges were planned, y'all. And y'all ain't saying nothing. I thought I said it like that. Shut the fuck up. 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 Shut the fuck as a genre, and you know, black people taking over all these Beatles and these Madonnas and all these people, and representing these, these numbers are going to stand for a year. So Madonna, but what does time, it even mean? I don't understand. It's rap, we're dominant. So top one hundred songs in the world or country? In the world. In the world. In That's history. the world. Oh, yeah, that history. Means, so that means checks the that, most spins on the radio. Yes. That means checks that right. my team winning. Okay. This nigga single-handedly outlasted the Beatles, Michael Jackson, Stevie yeah. Wonder, and Madonna. Let's all know, these, he's the gold. I bow down. All these, yeah, all these big pop <laughs> stars that try to make their way in, <laughs> or that radio tries to force it down your throat. Yeah. This nigga is staying there. Okay. He's I here to stay. That's right. Drake is probably going to, I wouldn't say the Twilight of his career. General who? He's probably going to be ending sometime soon, <laughs> maybe, if he wants to. Maybe, but. yeah. He can still probably top off another five, maybe another ten. Hell oh, yeah, you're right. He might can get to fifty. Yeah, honestly, yeah. at this point, like all he has to do is to be featured, especially how he grabs every new young ass rapper that comes out now. Yeah. You never know. Good point, Kevin. Mm-hmm. He'll get to fifty probably. Yeah, he'll get to fifty. And who's gonna stop? Who's gonna be the next artist? Even fucking close. Oh, they not even born yet. So. You know, <laughs> NBA young boy. Oh. All right. He's going to jail. Period, next case. Has anyone heard the new Nicki Minaj song? No. No. I heard it. Yes. It came out today. Nicki Minaj featuring ASAP Ferd and Made and Tayo. First listen, I like it. That's probably hard. Yeah. Yes, I like it. I have no idea. Okay, I was wondering. How does he keep getting work? He was literally the reject on this fucking album. Mm. He opened it up and he closed it with a few words like the fucking remarks. And therefore, he may be sick and shut it. But at least he's on the song. ASAP, you're doing great, y'all. Ferg. Ferg. He's doing great. Shout out to him. He did great on this song. Shout out to the song he has with Brent Fias. He's doing a great job. Nikki, keep rapping. You're doing great as well. There was a lot of stuff going on with Nikki and her wig, but... Is it a video? 
she recorded a video of her sitting on the couch mm. rapping the lyrics to the song mm. and the song she says strawberry shortcake wig with the bang with the chopsticks and the braids going up <laughs> So because it's the stupidest line. Yeah. Like she raps about her hair. It's, like literally like strawberry shortcake, braids, bang, and chopsticks. Mm. And it was a whole fuss because the person who usually does her wigs couldn't do her wig because he got his wisdom teeth taken out. So she chose <laughs> his arch nemesis to do the Ooh. wig that, because she had to wrap it in the wig with the part that she rapped on the song. Mm-hmm. So right now she's trending and fighting with two wig artists, and it's just not that serious. But therefore, the next case. Well, these wig artists go off. We remember with Meg what happened a few it's months ago. It's Meg's person. You're a kid. Whoa! Well, he must be a beast. Oh, Jonathan was the one that laid the wig for when Tay wasn't available. Yes, and that's oh. the point. Tay usually does Nikki wigs. But Tay was getting his teeth taken out. So she called Jonathan, who was beefing with the stallion, so who then kind of roasted Meg after she got um, shot in the foot, mm. who also is doing everybody toxic hair. He did 6ix9ine's hair, Whoa. Jeffree Star, mm. and fucking, what's that girl name who's mixed with the big butt? Bad wigs? Kai, you loved her. Light skin. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Oh, okay. He did all the people who was... Oh, that's too many. He did all the people who was canceled wigs. Wow, he getting paid though, but yeah. So that's that's why Tay, the person who was getting his wisdom teeth taken out, he was like, (laughs) I understand I couldn't do your wig, but did you really have to do my... get my arch nemesis to do it? Like, really? But that's a whole other story. wigs too. But... It was a Bayang for me, if you know Bayang. So, that's all I'm going to say. Next case. Quick thing, Kalani took Tory Lanez off of her song, Can I? Wow. Which is a great song, and I like it a lot. Mm. Um, (laughs) She took him off because she's like, listen, I don't care what y'all think about me. If you don't respect women, I don't care. You're out of here. So, basically, there will be a new deluxe song coming out. With someone replacing Tori. She also made a music video for it, tributing to sex workers mm. and OnlyFans models. Mm. So wow. the whole video is women twerking on their beds as mm. if OnlyFans. Feel free to check it out, Coomers. And what do y'all think about her taking off Tori without receiving all details on the case? Needed to be done. Maybe she spoke to Meg. Yeah, she could have been. Yeah, they probably talked to each other. So, yeah, I'm not surprised by this. Yeah, and also, it would be a bad publicity stunt to have Tori on your video right now. Yeah, yeah. I think you don't think he did it. I kind of don't think he did it. I saw a conspiracy that Kylie Jenner, Kylie Jenner shot Meg. Oh, no, but that's just a conspiracy. If she shot Meg, it would have been on camera for Keep It Up Kardashians. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> There are going to be some new releases tomorrow. We're going to go through this really fast. Brandy is releasing B7. Legendary. I think everyone should listen to it, including Kevin and Kai. Mm -hmm. Black Thought. Streams of Thought. Volume 3. Cain and Abel. Brent, you want to say something about that? No. All right. Coming out. 
Tomorrow, Chingy Crown Jewel. Who put this shit on? I did. <laughs> it's it's coming. Yeah. I would listen to it just to see if it will give, but it probably won't give. Ain't giving nothing. And very well, a queen herself, Victoria Monet, is releasing Jaguar. Shall it be an album? Oh, it's next week. Sorry, I didn't catch that. It's okay. Therefore, again, debunks. My sources lied, lied, lied. Oh, you put it on there, Yeah, I googled stuff. It should be August uh, 5th or August 7th. I don't remember what that that Friday is. Next case. Mm. All right. Also, some singles are already available for you to listen and stream. Don't care about Jaguar. Don't care about Brandy? I said oh, yeah. Brandy. I said legendary. I, said, I know you said it, but you oh. don't care. Oh, oh I thought really? you were saying Black Thought was legendary. No, I'm saying fuck Black Thought. Brandy. <laughs> In fact, Victoria Monet wrote some songs for Brandy's album. I was so. gonna say not going back to Victoria Monet. Oh <laughs> uh, no. Okay, now we're going into the culture segment. First and foremost, just want to say Brianna Taylor is on the front cover of Oprah Winfrey's old magazine. Mm. Why is this important, you may ask? Because every single magazine cover was Oprah up until today. Wow. Oprah said, you got to do what you can to show your support. So therefore, for the first time ever, Brianna Taylor's face is on Oprah magazine. Yeah. Any regalia? Any thoughts? I didn't know her face was on the, her own magazine. That's kind of conceited, don't y'all think? No. That's well, the thing. Well, her whole shtick is what I like and why, and be, since I like it, you should like it. So I get Could it. Could you it's feel like someone like, that you like or things that you like? Never mind. I, guess I think it's show. Oprah. That's why I let her get her shit off. It's mm-hmm. a good look. It's a good look. Good thing. The cops still haven't been arrested. It still blows my mind. But the thing is, with the case, though, like... Is it truly the cop? Like, I'm not sure if I know the whole details of the case, but we can, I'll leave that alone for later. But it's very interesting. There's a whole lot of shit that fucked up with that situation. So, praise to that family. Hopefully, justice does come. I pray terribly. That's all I'm going to say that justice comes as well. Yeah, truly. But I think, to, to Kai's point, Oprah's face being on there might be creepy, but. To break it for Breonna Taylor is really classy. And, and it's I like Oprah, that. Yeah. you know, fucking PC Sally. Yeah. With, what do they call Kale and Oprah. Mm-hmm. And so she don't have no no baby kids in her basement, like they said, okay? <gasps> and they said a tracking monitor on her leg. I don't believe it, not for a second. I don't believe it either. Yeah, Maybe okay. Well, next Maybe case. she might have been around some people who did, but I don't think she is. Mm-hmm. She's still, never mind. Okay, next case. Um, just want to let you know, Spotify released their first podcast with Miss Michelle Obama. Um, I listened to it. Did anybody listen to it? I wanted to so bad, okay. but I didn't. I think it's a great conversation. If you have time to really want to be in an introspective bag, it's really some grown folks talk. So... I think that definitely it really is something that you will li- want to listen to because it's just two grown people, you know, having a good conversation. But, like, if you don't want to be getting in a, you know, really serious bag, then you probably won't want to listen to it. I just want to share one thing. They were saying how, like, you know, Oprah was, I mean, <laughs> Michelle was saying when she grew up, all she wanted to have was a house with stairs and a um station wagon out front mm-hmm. and she ended up living in the white house mm-hmm. she was just saying as a kid people really didn't tell her like you can be whatever you want to be or like 
you can really achieve whatever you set out to achieve. And so, like, growing up as a kid, she was like, yeah, I just want a house with steps. Like, how cool is that? Because she only lived in an apartment. And it's just, like, too deep. Like, it's a really deep conversation. And just to hear, like, Obama's backstory and stuff, he was her special guest. Just great conversation. But what I really wanted to say was shout out to Mariba. She is a musical artist in Spillage Village who I saw and Kai and Ariel. We saw her at the JID concert. Very low C-list celebrity. Opening song for the Michelle Obama podcast. D-list. Yeah, definitely. D-list. Okay. D-list. How in the world is she the opening song for the Michelle Obama Spotify record-breaking podcast? That's great. So the song is Black Truck. I encourage you to listen to it. Her album was good as well. I like Mariba so very well. She can sing. Yeah, she can. And she's beautiful. I I need to. I think it's a good conversation. And it's not too long. And they did podcasting right. Because it just gave me an advertisement for it. That's sick. That's actually sick. Yeah, it's sick. It's on Twitter. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, next case. Anybody whose um topic was this? Kim and Kanye News. Yeah, I put it on there. More Kanye News eyes roll. This is when the bulletin was very slim, so I put it on there. But uh, still just, you know, they was caught in the drive-thru of a Wendy's. Kim crying. Kanye looking like he's very animated with his hands talking to her. Um, I just want to get y'all opinions. Kaylin says she feels bad for them at this point, And Kai said it's disturbing. Yeah. That what you said? It's sad. I feel bad. Feel bad. Yeah, I just feel like I don't know. Even when your parents argue in the house, they close the door, and you might hit and hear them screaming, but you don't get to see it. So just having your true, dirty laundry and vulnerable moments, like being broadcasted everywhere. But even like the the feeling of I'm having a very heated conversation with my husband in a car, and somebody is sitting next to me taking pictures of me. I think it's just sick, and I really feel bad for them. I wish that they were able to do this as private as they can. Why Kim couldn't come to Wyoming, I don't know. Maybe Kanye didn't want her in his space. That was in Wyoming. I'm saying, like, oh. in his ranch. Like, okay. why did they have to do okay. that at Wendy's? Yeah, Maybe yeah, they were okay. just going to get food. And they just had the conversation. Mm. I don't know. But, yeah, I still feel sorry for them to this day. It's just very sad. Like, Andrew Schultz said it best. You have Kim has to be a very strong person to commit to continually putting up with someone like Kanye, where she doesn't need to be with him. If she she's clearly doing it out of love. If she was not in love with this guy, she definitely would have left him by now. Especially him spiraling and going crazy like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, it it, it kind of is on her to show like she really does care for this guy. Hmm. I wonder. I you know. I saw it and I immediately thought there's probably cameras in the back for keeping up with the Kardashians. I am so like suspicious when I see anything with them in a truck with no tinted windows, like out there in the drive-through or the Wendy's. Like I don't know, too many coincidences where I just feel like this is real or no, and I'm just refuse to let my emotions get into this shit with them anymore. Because Wendy's has DoorDash, the shit could have been brought to them. I know maybe sometimes you want to get off the ranch and drive around, but it's in a big old truck with no tinted windows. It's very strange, and I don't I don't know how much of that I believe. And um, with Kevin said, oh fuck, Kevin, what did you? How strong she has to be with. Yes, yeah. Thank you for re-singing that. I'm so um, skeptical of her and, and them. 
I wouldn't put it past them, and y'all can condemn me now if you want when I say it. Mm-hmm. If she's just staying with him to make all these kids just for the fucking show, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, for more seasons and making all these kids. For the show? Yes. Brent. See, I don't think it would be for the show. (laughs) I think, um, I mean, if one thing, I think it could be for like having kids for a show. (laughs) I wouldn't put it past them. Y'all, what else? People is dying out with them. Brent. Really? Chris, Puppet Master. I'm sorry, yo. That's okay. I think that it couldn't. For the show, it's one thing, but I feel like for clout and your yes, brand could yes. be another thing. I don't think it's just for the show, but I think okay. maybe it could be a, a something that's like you know motivating her to stay together because it's her brand and it's her it's her um, you know her family it's mm. her brand. So uh, not for the yeah, but I think show. there has to be some love there. It has to be. Yeah, I think so. Too. It has to be. Mm. I just feel bad for them, regardless. Like no, like. You're such a celebrity, you can't get a moment of privacy when that's on that video. You see her crying, then you see the next image, Kim and Connie talking, and then you see both of them just stop and look at the camera. That's a, like, you can't even have a vulnerable moment in photo being questioned or being... You can tell Kanye looks pissed. Well, what if it's, I think it's fake, y'all. I'm sorry, I still do. I still think if that we see scene... see keeping up yes, next season... Yes, it's on keeping up. Then we will be embarrassed, but... <laughs> Remember, you sound like it's not real. Just because it's on camera. That's true, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, next case. <laughs> All right. Lou Williams. I had to talk about Lou Williams. Lou Williams is a basketball player mm. for the oh, Los Angeles Clippers. Lou Williams was, well, he's back in the bubble, but he was in the bubble. Lou Williams had a family emergency. Have we all heard this story around yes. the table? Yes. Okay. No. Well, Kaylin, Lou, and listeners, Kaylin, I mean, Lou Williams had a family emergency, so the NBA gave him the okay to leave the bubble. I think it was a, maybe a funeral. I don't remember what the emergency was. I think it was a funeral, but don't quote me. He was allowed to leave the bubble and then come back. So Lou Williams takes it upon himself while he's out the bubble, he says he was so hungry he wanted to go eat at his favorite establishment before he came back. And Kaylin, can you guess what his favorite establishment was to eat at? Well, y'all already, I already know what it oh, is. Oh, okay, okay. So I don't want to guess. Ask one of the boys. Magic oh, City oh, okay. in Atlanta is his favorite place where he had the best wings, he says. So this nigga stops at Magic City. At, so did he actually go to the whatever he said he had to go to? Yes, he okay. did go where he had to go so to. So he had to go state Yes, they did. Wow, that's, mm-hmm. well, I mean, yeah, good on them. I, I would want to go to a, you know, a funeral. Well, I, I learned that they do have those special agreements where you can leave, but when you come back, you have a 10-day, or was it a 14-day um, quarantine. Oh, wow. Okay, a 10-day quarantine yeah, before you can come back with the team, right. So they had to add an extra, I don't know, I can't remember how many days they added, y'all. Because this nigga wanted to go to the strip club first. The Lakers and Clippers are playing right now, for everybody who doesn't know. They're playing for real right now. The NBA season has begun tonight. It's begun. Yes. And he's out for that game because of his extended quarantine. Because oh he had to stop and see some ass, get some ass, get some titties and breasts and thigh meats before. Who is dropping him off? He Does he have an NBA rep? Why can't they say, no, we're not going to Magic City? He sneaked up. Oh, no. Yeah, he wasn't going to listen to them. He met up with rapper Jack Harlow while there. 
He wanted to see some bubble butts before yeah. he went back to the bubble. And Magic City's going off, y'all. Who is Lou Will? Is he the one who was acting like he was J. Cole? I have no um, idea what he looks like. Let I don't know that story. Never um, But I have heard strip club food is really good from what I understand. Joe yes, Budden used to go to strip clubs for cake. Strip club. Huh? So Joe I think it depends on the strip club. Yeah, just Magic City in particular, but go cut. Okay. I was going to say, Joe Budden used to go to strip clubs for cake and milk, so who knows? Oh. Ew. <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry. That is really funny. So, yeah, I'm just saying sorry. Sorry. Somebody can't not milk. That is sick. Cake and milk. Milk at the strip club. Something's wrong. And with if you. anybody needs some milk, my grandmother said she got six cartons at the house right five now. Five gallons. She tried five gallons. She's trying to pawn it off to me, but I told her I don't drink cow milk. No, you. But essentially, yeah, he got fined for it and extended quarantine. Yeah, so he's missing the opener tonight against the Lakers. So how much was Huge the game. I don't know. That. Yeah. Well, he was gonna miss the opener regardless, right? No, he, got he wasn't. A quarantine. No, he wasn't. He Why? Was, he had set it up where he could come back in time to oh. make the first game. <laughs> That's Joe Button. Kai is showing us a Joe Button That's eating nuts. cake and milk. That and the caption is right this nigga Joe Button in a strip club doing this chocolate cake and milk. I need new friends. Oh, wait a minute. So that has Joe to be Button. on Joe Button fits. Should we add to the docket? Since we're in culture, the fight, the fight with Tahiri or no? No. Okay. Uh, I want to talk to you about that. I kind of did, but okay. everybody said no. Maybe oh, after. So we only saw it, me and Brent? I saw it too. Oh. Okay. All right. Sorry. Okay. So, Lou Will, good luck in um, fine bland. Because I want to talk about why a man didn't jump up, why you felt like, you know. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Because then that's going to make us want to talk about it. All right. Let's talk about it. Because we're in culture. <laughs> yeah, you clearly want to I don't want to talk about that part on uh, 30 seconds in. Okay, so Ariel, I think you need to pull it up in the in the docket because it takes 30 seconds to see <laughs> while I go ahead and bring us in. So who is even Tahiri? So Tahiri is Joe Button's ex-girlfriend. She's the woman who he um, proposed to twice on live TV and Love was and denied by twice. Mm-hmm. Um, she is now on the show Merge Boot Camp. Where she's on there trying to get merge boot camp with her new boyfriend. I have no idea. I don't watch the show. Okay, yeah. I don't have Wii TV anymore, but I heard it's back on Xfinity. <laughs> okay, so what happened was they were talking about a challenge that took place on the show where she apparently had to throw an apple at him. Again, I'm only going by what I saw on Shade Room. Mm-hmm. She was telling the story about why she threw the apple at him or something. And he literally got up, grabbed her up, yoked her terribly, and started to shake her. Everybody kind of was sitting there and was looking very shocked. Mm -hmm. And then the doctor or the therapist got in the middle of them two and broke it up. Brent, what is your question for me? Well, Kaylin, I said, Kaylin immediately said the men on the stage ought to be ashamed of themselves. They needed to get up with Dr. Ish and try to break them up. And Tank agreed. Tank was in the comments saying it was just embarrassing that all those men stood up there and watched and didn't get up. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Kaylin said, and I said, I don't know. Dr. Ish had it under control, so maybe they didn't need to jump in. And Kaylin said, no, this is why they say black women aren't protected. 
you said you even would have jumped up if you were up there on the stage. I would have. But then I'm thinking, aren't you the person who say that you don't need protecting from black men? I am the person that says I don't need protecting from black men. Mm-hmm. I will protect myself. So what mm-hmm. I'm saying is I'm not here asking black men to protect me mm-hmm. or to protect other women. Right. But if I'm in a situation where I feel like a black person needs to protect it, mm-hmm. my view is it's up to me. I'm not going to look for the men to help. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get up. And, and try to intervene. Right. So that is my whole point. But what I brought it up to say was that's why black women say they don't feel protected. Mm-hmm. Because nobody said anything. Now, well, granted, Dr. Ish did. Dr. Ish is in control of the show. Of course, he should. Yeah. And security. But my yeah. thing is, if it were me in that position, I probably would have wanted somebody to be like, chill, yo. Like, why are you even doing that? Like. Yo, mm-hmm. calm down. Just mm-hmm. got up and said something. Mm-hmm. But literally, they all just looked and was just stunned. And I get mm-hmm. being shocked in a moment of something so crazy happening. Yeah. But I feel like if it were me, I would have wanted, like, if, let's say you watch me get jacked up in front yeah. of somebody. Mm-hmm. And let's say somebody comes in and intervene. I would have wanted you to be like, yo, why would you, like, yo, chill out. Like, it's not that serious, calm down. So that's that's what I mean when I say black women aren't protected. What Mm -hmm. do you think, Ariel? Did you see the clip? Yeah, so, see, I thought that there was an immediate response from the guy who got up, like, from what I see. That's Mm -hmm. the doctor. The doctor. Yes. So I was so, just saying, I don't think the other men needed to get up. Too. I don't think they needed to get up. Mm-hmm. I think they could have said something like, they, "Chill the fuck out." They I, definitely could have, but mm-hmm. it was it was a shocking thing. Like if yeah. I would have been like, I'd be like, "Whoa!" Like mm-hmm. yes, for me. But like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not a man. I don't know. I just feel like whoever got up in that moment actually kind of handled it perfectly. So yeah. I feel like it was just from my. I could see if somebody jacks Ariel up, and I'm sitting right but there. But your family too. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Anyone, no, if somebody jacks up a woman right near me and we're living in a house, first of all, if it's a stranger, I'm probably still going to say something too. Mm-hmm. But if it's just anybody, I'm going to be like, um, excuse me, what is going on? I would have said something. But I feel like Ish would have been like, no, I got this even in that situation. And yeah. then I would have stood down. Mm-hmm. But at least I'm trying to stand up for mm-hmm. someone who's literally helpless at the moment. Okay, you're right. But here's I get my, it. I get it. I do get it. But here's the thing. Because like, like Hazel at least was like, um, what the? Yeah, yeah, like she, she said, said something. something. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I feel like regardless of situation, you gotta step up and do something. Yeah, like, You can't just sit there and leave. Like, chill, yo. Even though she's in the wrong, yo, like, it's not worth it, man. Just but you're like not even moving the muscle. Just watching it go down. Yeah. And I wish I saw the angle. I mean, yeah, I wish I was yeah. thought too. We're the only judging from, 30 seconds. Yeah, because, like, away. from what I saw, he was already up when they had switched to the angle of him trying to move him away. So it wasn't yeah. like we saw him, like, walk away from the... I feel like it was kind of up. an immediate response of him being like, he was the leader of the, the situation. He took him away. I don't know, y'all. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's, if like, I was right the to, like, roast people. Not saying that I'll be looking at nobody like, why didn't y'all help me? But I, if somebody did help me, I'd be like, thank you, sis. Or, but you, you know, know, like, I was to call exactly like, but, y'all, y'all are terrible. Y'all are fucking trash. I look at it like this. They're all there for healing and they're all going through shit in their relationship. So just when stuff pops off, 
if you look up because you're not this is different from being out in the street and you see a woman who's there and no one's there to protect her she's mm-hmm. just getting jacked up and yoked up then of course i agree run over help her somebody gotta stop that shit but in that scenario in that instance and you see the doctor has it under control who's the leader of the situation like y'all said mm-hmm. maybe i need to mind my business and worry about my relationship right now if the doctor didn't have it under control he still had a hold on the lady then i feel like maybe i need to get up but the way the doctor had it under control, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like they. Or like okay, I, I didn't sure. feel anything seeing them not get up. But you right? Maybe you rush over to Tahiri and check on her. Or Personally, something. I disagree mm-hmm. with you, Brent. Even if the doctor had it control, mm-hmm. you got to at least attempt. Just sit idly by just to me. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It just didn't right sit I right. Again, this spirit. is like me not in that situation. Never been in that situation. Saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, armchair quarterback," and oh, God, I'm tackled him to the ground. But I think I would at least like attempt it because some of them are still holding on to their girlfriends, mm. not even like making. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, yeah. I'm not in that situation. Like, yeah, so like, let me give. Okay. So like, perfect work. I would at least say I would have attempted to say, "Hey, yo, chill." Yeah. I wouldn't just look awkwardly. So let me give you this scenario then. If we are out in the world, we're at a club somewhere, and you see a woman get j- shooken up like that. A man grabs her, mm-hmm. but then you look over and also see another man runs over and break it up. Do I still got to run over there as well and be like, hold up, stop it, even no. though it's already broken no. up? Depends. Clearly, but, it's broken but, up. The man is leaving the room. But they are living in the house together. That's what I'm trying also, to say. But even in that situation, the guy can still break free and run back. You might need more than one guy to restrain. So you would do it. You would, at a club, if you, somebody, you saw somebody get yoked up. If I saw somebody, a girl really get choked out, I And I you hope, would too. I feel like you, I, hope I feel I like if we, we might not break up the I'm fight. saying with it being broken up already. Yes, I'm not saying her... If currently I'm, being shooken up. If I'm sitting like, I don't know, no, 12 feet away from somebody. They weren't right next to each other as well. Yes, if right. I'm sitting like 12 the feet away from somebody sofas. and somebody starts yoking up somebody and then his friend or whatever starts like, hey, hey yo, chill. I'm not going to go in there and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's not my place. If I see it being broken up, I feel yeah. like, okay, I'm well, we're not talking about being at the club. Well, even if we're that, talking like, about you been was, in the house over, for though. five weeks together mm-hmm. with somebody. Even if that, I would be like, hey, are you okay? Do you have you know yeah. get home, like try something because like that's still like no I you gotta check. ask the person if they were okay after I didn't see anything that happened after the and to be fair still sitting there like we don't know what happened afterwards as well because yeah, right. yeah you're right you're right you guys are right asking her like at the end like man you are here that's fucked up it's something different but they they just showed the boy being ushered off yeah. with ish and so then my that was it. still like I would have at least tried to get up or something but like him like I'm using the chair sitting laying up on her like that mm. okay I'm watching I'm watching him be escorted out and no one has got up from their chair to ask to hear anything mm. in this clip he is walking out and no one got up mm. but anyway like, but I mean this is, this is all show. whatever you want to do nobody's asking you to be a hero. Yeah, but I'm saying this you is what what, what black too. women say when they say they're not protected. You don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you never. So with that like, being said, next case. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, no there's a no limit documentary happening tonight. Oh shit! It's on probably right now. Yeah. I wish I knew about this. So what's going well, on? Well, it's on BET. So I'm sure it'll be on demand for every all of our listeners and everyone around the table. I recommend everyone around the table watch it. I want to. It's a hip hop history that we all should know. You know, going on hip hop podasts and everything, but yeah, Master P with with uh, Little Romeo, they oh, both directed I it. The, the um, advertiser. For that. Yes, they're going to be mm-hmm. telling the history of No Limit, and they BT did the same documentary, but they did it for Death Row mm-hmm. last year or two years ago, one of the two, 
and it was a really good documentary. Very comprehensive, you know, from the beginning all the way up to the Biggie and Tupac murders and all that good stuff in between. So I assume this one should be just as good. And uh, Biggie, I mean, even Snoop was on The Breakfast Club kind of talking about it. And he, did a, he gave a great interview, first off. If anybody wants to hear it, even if you're not the biggest Snoop fan, you know, he's really an icon in hip-hop. And he's been around for it all. So, you know, if you want to hear that interview, it's on The Breakfast Club. It came on yesterday. Check it out. But he told how, I'm going to tell the story real quick, how um, Master P saved his life. Snoop Dogg said he was going to make an album called Fuck Death Row. Mac 10 told him to make this album called Fuck Death Row. It's going to be a whole diss album against um, Suge Knight and all them niggas. So <laughs> Snoop Dogg was going to the um, studio to make the album and he ran into Mystical. And Mystical was like, hey, man, you know, Mystical was on No Limit. Hey, Snoop, we about to work on my album. Come on through tonight if you want to be on the song. So Snoop said, okay, I'm coming through. So Snoop goes into the studio with Mystical to make the song. He lays the track down for whatever song that was. And he sees Master P. And they get to talking, Snoop and Master P. Master P brings him into his office and says, so what are you working on right now, Snoop? And Snoop said, I'm making this album called Fuck That Fro. And he, Snoop said, Master P's face changed immediately. And Master P got up, closed the door of his office, and said, Nah, man, don't do that. You do that shit, it's not going to end well for you. You kind of end up on a path just like Tupac or whatever. I highly recommend you don't do that. You need to join No Limit with us and leave all that shit in the past, man. It's over. Mm. Snoop Dogg took his his advice pretty much because Snoop said he was broke at the time. And um, Master P gave him like $35,000 to do the verse that he did with Mystical, which apparently was a lot of money at that point in time, because Snoop only expected 1500 But Master wow. P gave him 35000 Master P signed him on to No Limit. He put out an album, Snoop did, and left the death row shit behind and kept on going. So I hope Snoop Dogg is going to be on the documentary tonight. It's a, a multiple-part series, and if he tells that story, you know, you guys can kind of be on the lookout for it. What but, time uh, did you expect it to come on? Because I'm on here, and it's not on. Is that on? I thought it would be on like 9 o'clock tonight. Maybe it already happened, but I got it yeah. set. Yeah, to record. If not, it'll be on demand. You can watch the episode you miss. Okay. But uh, yeah, check that out. For every listeners, y'all don't know, and the people around this table might not know. In high school, Master P, No Limit was my they was my favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. All of them. I was No Limit down. Nobody yes. couldn't tell me Master P wasn't the best rapper out at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, Silk the Shocker, C Murder, Fiend, uh, Mia, all them niggas. They, this was my people. So um, Cain and Abel, man. So uh, yeah. Check it out. All right. Mm-hmm. I shall, seriously, because I, like, um, I like them. I enjoyed when they talked about them on the Hip Hop Evolution special for New Orleans. All right. Next case. Jaden Smith returned to Twitter. I mean, returned to social media. I don't know what else happened. What else did he say? He's just dropping the Smith from his name. He said he's just going to be Jaden now. Oh, I thought y'all was saying he's just. Oh, being I've been noticed that though. Yeah, no, yeah, he's just Jaden now. So right, I just learned this. So Kai said he been knew it, but I just. I didn't know that. It oh, was just. Just Jaden from the past. Of- yeah, if you look at his, he okay. dropped his latest on Cabin Fever, and it's listed as only Jaden. Yeah, well, he yeah he actually made a statement now about it. He said Willow, she did this a while as well too. She's just Willow, if you ask her, right? And so it's just interesting. This this would come up for him with all the mess going on with his parents and the Smith stuff. But uh, would you guys be a little insulted if you were Will, or you're rich? Who gives a fuck? Uh, 
No, not really. It's, it's just like it's just a stage name. Yeah. Yeah, just like, a stage name. You, say. you have your dad's shadow on you at all times if you're mm-hmm. Jaden Smith. Mm-hmm. If you're just Jaden, you probably wouldn't have that much. You know, you know the. You, at you know the, the end of the fucking day, it's just being artsy. Mm-hmm. You're still fucking Jaden Smith. Yeah. We all know who your parents are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the fucking TikTok Gen Zers. Maybe five years from now, mm-hmm. we know who you are. Okay. So, <laughs> sure. If this makes you feel better at the end of the night, great. Maybe after that red table talk, I drop my name. Too. <laughs> Next case. Do, do y'all like his song, Cabin Fever? I just wanted no, to know that. It's not really like an alternative. I'm not, too, I'm not too crazy about it. Okay. Ah, damn. I kind of liked it. Like He's totally name? singing, singing now. Oh, no fine. more rapping. Yeah, and it, the B is nice. Can you at least is admit that, that you guys? Yeah, like just wasn't like me. It's just like I want, I want rapping, Jaden. I feel you. Bring me back to 2014, Jaden. Cool tapes, Jaden. Oh yeah, I think that Jaden's dead, but okay. Oh, he's been dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can come back every time. Say it. Yeah. All right. So next case, which is Emirates Airline. Oh, um, we we can we can skip the Emirates Airline. <laughs> um, okay, well, Emirates Airline. Okay, it's on here. I'll tell y'all. <laughs> we'll tell y'all real quick what it was. Um, the Emirates Airline. They need people to fly so bad. They're only working at ten percent of what their usual flight capacity is. So they have a promotion going on where if you fly Emirates and then you catch the coronavirus. Uh, a month later, then they will pay for all of your medical bills for while you were sick. They'll pay for your hospital stay, your, ho- your hotel stay if you have to be quarantined, all your medical bills. And they say even if you die, they are going to cover your funeral expenses. Bitch, I'm fucking dying. Emirates, that's what they said. And you're not getting no money. <laughs> for your funeral. Expenses if you die after flying with them a month after. How can you? Yeah. But then I feel like they would go, well, how do you know it was us? That's also, what they, it, it just sounds like a terrible deal. You're not even getting no money from it. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Yeah, you should pay me to fly. If you gotta fly, I mean, why not just get that extra insurance on top of it? Is what it is, you know. Are the are the prices incredibly cheap as well? Well, I'm sure the prices are good anywhere if you're trying to fly, because they only work in the ten percent, like I said, of what they're usually doing, you know. So that was just a little small piece of information or news I saw. I wanted to talk about it with y'all. That's all. Okay. Um. I mean, that that was interesting because I never heard nobody paying for nobody's funeral. Yeah. Okay? Except uh-huh. Anyway, um, <laughs> next case is Emmy nominations. Brent, Once again, I you take us away. Yes, so y'all, the Emmy nominations were announced this week, and black, 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 black on black, black. My thoughts so black, 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 Every- black. My skin so black. I'm working on black. Everything is black. black. Uh, record amount of black actors and act- well, actors nominated this year, y'all. I'm just going to run through real quick some of the names because it's amazing, okay? And, of course, we need more of them to just be nominated, but we want them to actually be winning as well. Winning but, hard. yeah, th- this thing, I'm, I'm watching the Emmys this year, no question, because Issa Rae is nominated for her role in Insecure. Don Cheadle's nominated. Anthony Anderson, I already said Issa Rae. Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, Marsh- Mahershala Ali. Kenan Thompson. Sterling K. Brown, Eddie Murphy, Yvonne Orgy, Wanda Sykes, Billy Porter, Zendaya for her role in Zendaya in that show on HBO Euphoria. Thank you. Jeffrey Wright. That's the man from Westworld. 
the black man, y'all might not know him, I'm sorry, Giancarlo Esposito for Better Call Saul. Okay. Thandy Newton. Samara Riley, the, the girl from Orange is the New Black. Laverne Cox. Uh, Octavia Spencer. Regina King. Carrie Washington. Y'all, I am saying black royalty right now, but nobody is paying me dust. Oh, I'm, Angela I'm Bassett. Everybody. <laughs> Angela Bassett. Y'all, Felicia Rashad. But what are the shows is what I want to Oh, I didn't name them. I should have been naming them. I, I was trying to hurry up and get through. Felicia Rashad. Who is she? I said, what is she nominated for? That's why oh, I was oh, She earned Say. a nod for her guest starring role on This Is Us. Oh, okay. Yeah, so y'all, and Lawrence Fishburne, the, 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 the list really goes on. It's just really, like I said, the um, record's been broken. Most black actors nominated, you know, ever this year. And like I said, all those names I just named, that's really like you know acting black royalty so i'll be watching the emmys it'll be a damn shame if it's whitewash even though they're all nominated and it's pure you know white after white after white winning but uh, hopefully some of these people will win because it's really earned not just because they're black we don't want this just because of the um protests and because of what happened unfortunately to uh mike to george floyd and to um you know, all the other people, who, black people who were passed away at the hands of cops. But we want this because they're really capable actors and and they're worthy of these awards because these people have been acting their asses off. So we'll see what happens. Our past year, as many of them. Yes, yes. So we'll see what happens on the night of the Emmys. But uh, just to see that they're all nominated is a step truly in the right direction. Zendaya deserves an Emmy. She deserves an Oscar and she deserves it all. Oscar, it was yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah Zendaya definitely should win. She played the best. And I feel like, um, yeah, she did. What's the name needs to win as well? Issa, somebody's got to win. I don't know what she's nominated for, like what Emmys it is or whatever. I know, but like I don't know. Uh, what it's category. a comedy series for her uh, as leading actress on a comedy CD series. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So we'll see. Yeah, that was it, y'all. So right. tune in. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to tune in, too. Just yeah. remind me. Okay. The next thing is that, y'all, I'm happy to report Tamar Braxton is alive and well. She was able to send a message to her fans on Instagram and Twitter. And basically, she confirmed that her suicide attempt was because of WeTV. Well, she didn't say mm. WeTV, but... She said networks and um, she mentioned reality shows. She, um, I just wanted to say one part that she said, uh, blah, 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 blah. There were, she said over the last, the past 11 years, there were promises made to protect and portray my story with the authenticity and honesty I gave. I was betrayed, taken advantage of, overworked and underpaid. I wrote a letter over two months ago asking to be freed from what I believed was excessive and unfair. I explained in personal detail um, the demise that I was experiencing and my cry for help went ignored. So that was the reason why she attempted suicide because she felt like she was in, you know, this death contract or whatever, like there was no light at the end of the tunnel in her contract and she did all she could to try to change the narrative so what do y'all feel about that and do you think that these big companies really take into consideration your actual feelings 
when you know they record your life and stuff like that and i would say one example would be keeping up with the kardashians thank you very much um, I don't believe these companies care at all. They feel like you signed the contract, they own you for that sort of sort amount of time. And it's honestly disgusting. Like, I feel like if you want out, you should be able to get out. Mm. And it shouldn't be a, well, uh, you signed a contract, so deal with the consequences. Especially if, when it's your life, I feel. Yeah, I it really should be. The human, the human in you should be able to see that something's wrong. So you should let them out. Or is it that you signed a contract, it's a legal document. What do you feel about it's that? It's tough because, like, that means people who work night and day for your good job doesn't get paid. It doesn't come out. A lot of it is wasted. But it's extremely fucked up to put someone, like, again, this is coming from someone who has, I have a bias because especially what happened to Hannah Kimura. But it's very fucked up to try to say, like, hey, whether you like it or not, this is coming out. Whether it ruins your life or not, I don't give a shit. I need to get paid. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. Rough. I don't think it's right. Not at all. There should be there should be a way out at all times. What do you think, Ariel? Um, yeah, it, it's tough because you can get to the extreme of like people just being embarrassed and you know wanting to get out of their contract when that is who really who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. There has to be some sort of human element in all of this. Um, with the contracts and like if she re- I feel like if you request to get out of something you should be it should be honored to I don't know it's a tough thing it's a tough thing I yeah I have no opinion sorry I'm still what? working that out yeah I'm with Kai I mean I don't think these these companies I don't think care you know they want to reach their bottom line of viewers and you know ad revenues or whatever coming back and if you sign they expect you to um, fulfill that contract come hell or high water you know worst scenario or not you might be a real rare scenario if you're on a certain channel I don't know revolt or whatever where, they, where Diddy claims he's for the people and loves his people where they might you know look at you in a different eye but otherwise these other execs these you know Viacom CBS's Fox and all these people they want the bottom line and that's all they're, care- they're worried Even about unfortunately even if, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. But I'm glad she's doing much better. And, you know, that was really good what she wrote. And, you know, I wish her the best. Me too. Definitely. And she apologized to her son. She was saying how in the, that darkest time even told her that her son wasn't worth living or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. She apologized to her son. Mm. She looks okay. Her son looks okay. And that's all we can pray for. Mm-hmm. In the next case of, you're going to jail. Period. <laughs> I have put this person on there. I know that we are a podcast that is rooting for everyone black. But I must say, I don't know if you're black or whatever. But to the writers of the show on fucking, what is it, Stars? Showtime? Showtime, Stars, one of them shows. P-Valley is Stars. Okay. You're going to fucking jail. Period. You let the black community down with your horrific writing. You think that you're getting into a cute little fucking... What's Ghost in them show? Power. Power or fucking insecure or something or the shy. And you're really getting the low-level trash of black writing on P-Valley. What you will get in return 
is multiple titties of multiple different sizes, shapes, and colors, and then some dicks that are partially on hard. Mm -hmm. But other than that, the fucking show is terrible. My father was telling me to watch the show again and again and again, and I finally watched it with Ariel, and the fucking writing was terrible. It's nothing but fucking... It's nothing but a music sex video for... BT Uncut with a corny ass storyline. Yeah. Terrible acting. Um, Terrible editing. Yeah. Just very corny. Surface unrealistic. Um, yeah. I, I don't care about any of the characters. Damn, that's sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Hate, it's called P, P Valley. P Valley. I hate to I hate to keep going down this aisle. What channel does come on? Stars. Okay, I hate to keep going down this aisle, but it is so unfair. People get to see almost hard penises. How many vaginas did y'all see? Whoa! Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm being real. I, I'm sorry. in the pilot where the actor's mouth was not moving Ooh. with the words so that he was saying. What the hell? Yes, that's why I'm saying it's very bad. <laughs> or like, it was a stereotypical character who gets beat up by her husband and she walks into it on a scene with a black eye and everybody looks like, oh my God. And she's like, I fell. Corniest line that you mm-hmm. see in any show. Mm-hmm. It's just it's corny. Just corny. I don't know what else I can say. But corn, corn, there are corn. Some talented strippers on the show, though. So. And I must say, the person who directs it, she, Karina Williams, shout out to her. She was the person who directed Drake's "Nice for What" video. If y'all remember that, mm-hmm. she directs it very pretty in some scenes. Like, like she makes the bodies look good, mm-hmm. but it's still fucking corny. <laughs> I hate it, and you're going to jail. For making me think I was going to get good black representation and storylines. And you gave me bottom of the mill. Dust. Um, Sounds like we need to do some research. Can we change this to uh, you're going to jail per? For <laughs> real. But period sound better. Purr. Before we, um, even though this is not a jail worthy topic, I just forgot something. Is it okay if I shout something out real quick? Go sure. So The weekend's latest music video, I don't know what the song's called, but it was done by the first own, black-owned anime studio in Japan, and I just wanted to shout that out. I thought that was really cool. I forgot about mm-hmm. that till just now. People so. were mad that the main character wasn't black, the main female. Yeah, but like, are y'all surprised when it's The weekend? This nigga don't like black women? Yeah, but they were roasting him. They were saying, like, he outwardly said that he doesn't like black women. But I, I need to see the receipts on that. That's terrible. But I'm just, I, don't, I don't expect him to have a black woman, even animated black woman. But the girl was Asian, not even white. So mm, like, I don't yeah. see what the big deal was. Okay. All right. 
Sounds like the people who complain should be going to jail. Kevin, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, you are sick and what? And for Brent, for Kevin not realizing that we already went to jail, he is there for <laughs> sick and shut in. And I that means. I had a great seg- a segue. And you failed. But did I fail? And I so, it is Number now time. Shut up. It's time for the sick and shut in. It's time for the sick and shut in. It's time for the sick and shut Sick and shut Sick and shut do, 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 I don't like the way I was treated in the last segment. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the Sick and Shut In. Because a lot of people in this world are not doing well. Some people are sick. Some people are, um, you know, their ailments. <laughs> yes, some of their ailments say that they need to be laughed at, depending on their situation. They might need to be prayed for, or some people need to be rebuked. So let's take a look at the list and see what's going on today. First. Ew! I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. First on the sick and shut in is somebody who I love to be on the sick, sick and shut in. Logic is sick. Is oh, first on no. the sick and shut in. I just said he left out on top with a great, wonderful album. He, you know, was rapping well, great beats. He left in a great way. But then I heard a clip, and it's a clip, y'all, that I must share with you guys. I just I have to share with my with my listeners and my cousins. It's a clip. They hate what? when I play clips, but I gotta play this oh, clip, y'all. Oh my know. word! It's it's just a thirty second clip. But it's so good. Oh, but it's going to go by so fast because it's so good. You just need to hear it. I thank Kendrick because he doesn't know how much he was there for me and Cole and Drake and ASAP and Ferg. There's too many people, man. I I thank you all. I love you all. I bid you farewell. And as always, I'm obediently yours. I won't be on the Internet for the first time in my career because it hurts me. And every time I released an album, I just wanted to be loved. And this time, I don't check the internet because I finally love myself. Ooh. Courtney. <laughs> Courtney. I disagree. Y'all, That's I heard this shit. I was dying <laughs> laughing. I had to rewind it. I had to rate at the right time so I could record this and play this thing for y'all. Thinking. Thinking Kendrick, thinking Cole and Ferg, niggas ain't worried about him crying. Oh, he don't he need knew. to check the internet because he finally loves himself. Nigga, please. Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. Oh, really? If Drake had said this, we all be saying Drake's so emotional. Drake, oh, it's always Drake so would, how he feels. Drake would no, never. Drake cries on every. Drake would tattoo them, them on their body. Cry yes, he would never say that though. Drake no. would definitely say that. Crying. Okay, yeah. let me put on the feminist coat. Now, while I may feel that his speech was corny, I may very well be perpetuating toxic masculinity. Very much so. I pray and I hope for a man with emotional intelligence and is open and free enough to be one with his emotions. And if this is what logic is claiming is going on, then I must say I support it. 
But I do say you sound very corny. Mm-hmm. Well, you That's can say Kendrick because Kendrick helped him on the first album under pressure, yeah, we which do. is an actual thing. But hey, I mean, you don't, don't like know, it, you don't know. All right, what about Cole and Cole Ferg? texts him all the time when he says, it's on his all, all the album that you make fun of so much, everybody. Well, we did a whole bar of being black and white, too. Like Once a year him. is everything. I'm, every time, I'm sure. Exactly. All the time. Exactly, yeah. Well, logic. And then, like, the whole him crying part behind, like, he's not, he's done and tired of hating because people like you were the ones ripping him to stress because he's mixed. Well, and that's, also, that's, 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 not, that's, that's not why I'm ripping him this year. Right? Oh, See, now, now you got to lie. Shit. Now you got to tell the truth and shame the devil. Bro. That I'm telling. How many the jokes truth. did you make because of him being called half white? No, I made jokes because of him. <laughs> Don't lie on the bring... podcast. This is your oh, this is your platform. Tell your truth. Yes, I br- I made jokes because of him always bringing it up in his songs, trying to make him pop yeah, off when it backed out, album? when it backfired. The three songs with Black Spider Man and all this other shit. that already? And am I black? Ooh. I don't want to be black. I don't want to be white yeah, and all that song, shit. Same, same meme. Okay, well, oh same God, fucking song. Well, there, all right, no, there are many, many others. Sorry, I'm not a Logic stan who cooms yes. to him and whacks like off the Logic <laughs> songs yeah, yeah, late into the night. I only have one joke when I hear it. Like Charlamagne or Joe. Yes, All right, all right, one at a time. I'm not even saying anything. Okay. Yes. Sounds like you're just hating, like always. All right, well, hating or no, the nigga was crying on, it's like, plain, what, final on the on the broad airwaves in front of everybody, oh sounding God, very corny, and this is truly why he's retiring, this is why rap will never accept you, crying like this is fucking ridiculous, because you never loved yourself, what? Because, oh, no, 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 no. let me take the bet. Let me take the bet, let me take the bet, because... People, you, you find because you what? because you finally what? love yourself. He's Come what? on, nigga, this sounds ridiculous. Okay, hey, get yourself together. You're ex- doing. you're successful. Okay, you're successful <laughs> mixed rapper mixed. who's finally retiring and getting a seven figure bag from Twitch. So calm the fuck down. Get over yourself. You're just fake crying. I think this is all memes <laughs> as well. I don't feel bad, and you are therefore sick and shutting, and you are being laughed at. On this week, okay. So wait a minute. Do y'all have to rebut? Do y'all have anything? Wait, 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 who was just crying because of what's going on in this world in the world today? George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. There's shit to cry about. But Logic fucking crying on Twitch Walking over Kendrick and and J Cole. No. You don't think it's crying? I gotta stop. So is he crying with J Cole stop. and Kendrick? Really? I get how it is corny. Mm. I do get how the clip. See, I saw, I saw the um, what is it called? The Twitch clip. The um. News report of him crying on there, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, that's probably gonna be cringy." So I never watched it. So I listened to it now. Yeah, like it did caught me off guard, but I did kind of get sad when he said, "I'm leaving the internet. Like this is who I am. Like I'm gonna accept who my myself is." Because it again, it's his journey. Okay, mm-hmm. that's all we have to do is respect and accept that. It is very left field from what we're used to seeing from rappers and people who have these types of positions, famous men in general. Mm -hmm. But I do have to respect his ability 
to come on camera and say how he feels and actually do have like a legit. Because like over hundred thousand. I have people. to say, I have to. Because like this it. is a thing though. Like it just sounds a little bit off putting. It just seems like because like the same thing that Gambino did, but he doesn't do it on camera. It's the same reason why he walked away from rap because of the same type of shit, the same criticism, the same type of bullshit. All right. No, no, no. I have a question. No. What was leading yeah, up to this crime? crime. It was his last stream. It was his last Basically, he streamed his whole crying album, fit. explained yes. the whole album. Yes. He's talking to his audience. He was just saying, like, I just thank y'all for being a part of this journey with me. And then he started naming the people that reached out to him through all the hard times. Especially Kendrick. Oh. Now, let me just oh, say oh, this. Like, you, you, can, you can make that, but Kendrick helped him with his first album. On the album 2014, Forest Hills Drive, Cole has an extended song at the end where he shouts out everybody who has helped them. We did it. We did it. Preach he it. believe it. Mm-hmm. Like and a man. kept it. That ain't good. He I didn't. Kept it. <laughs> But, but that's not a, but that's not on the song either. It's it is on, on a the Twitch song. Live stream. Okay, but it just was a off the cuff, and it wasn't coined. I just think it's different between raw emotion and then like recording a song at the end. Here's the thing: Logic is just an emotional person, mm-hmm. and you know what? Those t- people, and I'm not even gonna say men. Those people exist, and you know if that's what he is, then that's what he is. If you're gonna be a water sign, then bask in your water. And splish splash, mm-hmm. but we still have the right to call you corny. But I'm glad you mm-hmm. finally love yourself. And if you think for one minute that I don't think you're going on and looking at Twitter and seeing what people are saying, you got another thing coming, bitch. Mm-hmm. Because I know you're Whoa. fucking logging on there, and I know you're fucking looking it up, and you're fucking ridiculous. jerking off, knowing that people are giving you your regalia. You need to not. That's right, splish splash yeah. in your serious. panties. I'm serious. I really think that he's still looking. I don't believe he him. Pop, okay, that's okay. What but artist is not going to look and see what people say? He's still the same. Like, a I still say I mean, he made the same argument. Person. Had J. Cole been the same skin color as his brother, y'all would have laughed him out the building. Had Drake been looking like a daughter, y'all would have laughed him out the building. Wait, it's because wait, wait, he's wait, not black enough for Hmm. Oh no! Don't call me that. For you, yes, it is. Don't call me a color. For me, it's not. Yes, it is. For you, it was ruined by memes. That's the issue. For you, it was ruined by memes. That's it. Logic was ruined by memes. For you, I mean, because like you haven't ever really listened to it besides this album, and you've heard Black Spider. You listen to Black Spider Man, and then I listened to one project guy, and I didn't like it. You skipped two albums, and then heard that one, and then heard Black Spider Man. Now you gotta listen to the whole fucking discography. You've never listened, but you've been for. From its entirety, mm-hmm. and that? I liked it. So I don't remember, it. but no, I definitely I'm gave it a shot. I told you to listen to the Crabble Tree story, but then you're like, I'll Pardon play me? it overnight. Yeah. yeah, like I'll play it overnight, and then you never talked about it. So I can't tell you. That's what I'm saying is like in general. Don't do that because that was an attack. That was whoa. Now I'm being attacked just for saying whoa. Yeah, because you're doing. I added the Incredible True Story and Bobby Tarantino two from. To my library, mm-hmm. I believe I gave at least one a shot. Yeah. I listened to the mixtape, whatever that was. I listened to the album with the fucking uh, RZA and them on it, mm-hmm. and I listened to every Logic song being the car with y'all. Like the That's the only reason why I know Flexecution, and I've never said I dislike Logic as a rapper. I just said he's not my cup of tea. So you need to channel your energy to Brent and Joseph Budden. You never didn't. Yeah. It well, was all towards Brent. Logic can take his water sign ass and splish splash in his panties as we move on to the next sick and shut in. Kodak Black's in jail. 
as it gets very serious. The, not very serious. The Read is on the Sick and Shutting. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite podcasts are Sick and Shutting this week, and they need prayer. Wow. So they've missed two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching on Twitter, like, what's going on? Because I need my Tuesday fix. Um, tw- um, someone tweeted Crystal. I saw this on a story. Yeah, and you know, they said, oh man, Reed, I'm paraphrasing, um, must be lacking in funding or uh, missing um, sponsors because all the podcasts I listen to still have a whole bunch of sponsors. But the Reed said they were lacking in sponsor. They couldn't find a sponsor for an episode or two, a few episodes ago. So Crystal had to respond and say, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, the read is not lacking in sponsorship. You know, we're doing fine. We're just, you know what? I should be reading the shit is what I should be doing because instead of paraphrasing. She, cause she was busy saying, like, we are just we were just being our, like, um, our uh, self-deprecating mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, doomsday selves when they were saying, like, they don't have any sponsors or something like that. But it was kind of just a joke. joke. Yeah, a joke mm-hmm. about it. Right. Yeah, so... Um, with you know, with that being said, okay, that's that's one part of it, and okay, they're fine. So that was last week, and then they missed again this week, and Crystal took all of her tweet or her posts off of Instagram, and Kid Fury just never posts anyway on Harley on Instagram or Twitter, and then Crystal also said this week that if we were okay, we'd be recording. If it was a simple, if it was as simple as just push through and get it done, we'd do that like we have so many times before. I'm sorry to show is some of y'all's primary coping mechanism, but we're not okay. And if it won't, and it won't be back till we're till we are. Fuck, I can't read. And it won't be back okay. till we are. Right. So, you know that of course is a, you know, a little bit alarming. But, uh, you know, I just sent out prayers to Kid Fury, to Crystal, uh, all the, you know, cast members there. I don't know what's going on. Of course, there's so many things going on in this world from coronavirus to, you know, people protesting, people, black people being killed, unarmed in the street by police, you know, and so many things in between. So who knows what could be the issue going on there. But, uh, you know, we, you know, yeah, they're definitely in my thoughts. Uh, and I hope things get back together. They also put out a post saying that they are canceling all of their 2020 shows this year because of coronavirus. And as I was reading that, the first line I read is, you know, hey, this is Reed. We just want, uh, it said literally, we are sorry to announce the cancellation of the Reed live shows for 2020. Well, the Reed. Just because. I know what you're saying. I I, I read it the same way and I was like, oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. And then I backed up. Mm -hmm. Me and a whole lot of people were freaked, you know, we kind of freaked out reading that first line. The cancellation of the Reed, but live shows as you keep reading for the rest of 2020. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, hopefully those guys are all right. We are, they are truly. Are you insinuating that there's something going on between Crystal and Kid Fury? I don't know. Oh. But I'm not insinuating that, right? Yoke's saying no, but I'm not. But I really don't know what it could be going well, on. Well, there there have been times where they have stopped in the past. Um, Kid Fury, I mean, I, I don't know if Crystal has said that, but I know Kid Fury suffers from depression. Um, yeah. On and off, you know, like bouts of depression where he couldn't film or he couldn't record, record for mm-hmm. certain weeks at a time. 
um, where they did have to take a couple breaks. But I'm not sure if that's the case. I hope it's not. But, I mean, they both have said they've been in contact with a therapist. Mm -hmm. They've been in therapy recently. So, um, it could just be, you know, they're just it's just a lot to deal with. So, yeah. And if that is the case, or whatever the case, we're praying And I just want to say, mm -hmm. these people, I yeah, we know... We know that this is like your coping mechanism or whatever, but I just want to double down on Crystal's point. Just because you use this as an escape doesn't mean that you are entitled to this podcast. You need to find other ways that is going to get you through life other than something that's out of, like not under your control. Mm -hmm. Not out of your control. Okay. It's just unhealthy, and I feel like it's very unfair to them when they're human themselves to put all that pressure. I feel like that's adding to it. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, I need this podcast. Because I think they were tweeting a couple of weeks ago, like, what would happen if the read went down and people were just roasting Crystal? Like, she was mm. like, we're not going to end, we're not going to have this podcast forever. It is going to end one day. And people mm. were just like, oh my God, don't even say that, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just like, that adds to the pressure of like having to deliver for people each and every week when you mm. yourself are not in the state to be and cheery. You've been doing it for like five or six years. Right, right. It's just, it's just kind of gross in my eyes to be able to be like, oh my god, you're gonna give me this podcast, like, girl, calm down. <laughs> I like, like shit. <laughs> this is a this is a privilege for you to have like content like this that's basically free. Like, just calm down. Um, it's free, isn't, it? isn't Apple Podcast yeah. free? Yeah, yeah, it's free. So mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we're that, I felt that kind of weird. Yes, yeah. So yeah, they're definitely in our prayers, but um. Yeah, so get well soon. Looking forward to the next one. Kevin, when you guys I, are I'm ready. That's sad because like, I know y'all love that podcast. So I, I want to know how would you that. feel if y'all's favorite, like, I don't know if y'all still listen to P.S. I Love You or not, mm -hmm. but if y'all's favorite podcast were just going disappearing. They did. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part was um, they were a YouTube channel and podcast, then... One day we wake up. Was this P.S. I Love You? No, super um, Best Friends. Yeah. So oh. we used to wake up and to. And P.S. I Love You, actually. And, and those Super Best Friends. Matt and Pat aren't friends anymore. And we're mm -hmm. quitting the pod and we're doing quitting everything. <laughs> Damn. Super Best Friends aren't friends anymore. I know, bro. I was about to laugh, too. And then we woke up one day in 2017. Colin and Greg aren't friends anymore. P.S. I Love You is now over. Damn. So that's happened twice. Both because so they, they weren't friends you. no more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And to be, to be um, clear, it affected me, too. I watch vloggers who are daily vloggers on YouTube, and they I remember when they announced that they weren't daily vlogging anymore. They're only doing, like, four, five times a week, and I was just shocked. I was just like, my world was crushed. But I'm thinking about them, like, wait, these niggas literally vlog their lives every day and post it to YouTube and for also, free. Why am I this pissed? The way that we idolize these people, and I'm talking to myself in, as well, mm -hmm. with Beyonce and J. Cole, if we die today, mm. these niggas don't know us. Like, sorry, I don't know if this is too dark, but like, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't like, know. we know we like them or whatever, but like, they don't even know we exist, most of them. I mean, like, that's so why is it affecting you, know. you that bad? Well, those people touched you. That's all. Now, if J. Cole were to die or if something, God ever, forbid. I just feel like if anyone ever brings you joy or makes you feel all something. Right, guys, seriously. <laughs> Sorry, and them too. They just fucking communicated with their smiles. Sorry. I was gonna say, if anyone ever brought you joy or happiness or even like you know some comedy, like they're part of your life forever now. So I feel yeah. like losing Aww. a podcast, losing like a, like a, yeah, it again, hurts. YouTube it hurts. It's terrible. So like PSI, like PS, I love you. The, my biggest thing was that not only were they a podcast for like a year on kind of funny, they were doing PlayStation's podcast on IGN for over ten years. Oh god. And. 
So literally seeing them break up and split apart was literally kind of like, yeah, two men, your best friends are done. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Kai and Kevin, I'm both of you. Um, you know, listening to them every week or whatever podcast you it's listen to, you know so much about them. You know, you know more about them than I don't know. Because at times you feel like you're the third member. Yeah, you yeah. There, like, you know all the jokes, and you know I would say this is Kid Fury because like you've been listening that long that you're you feel like you're the third seat. Exactly. So when and Colin left and went with Chris Reagan, I was crushed. You, I felt betrayed. Yeah, I hear so many podcasters out, you know, amongst people, and they say someone will run up to them and say, "Hey, I know you like to do this when you get up in the morning," and they'd be like, "How the fuck you know that?" And they'd be like, "Oh shit, I did talk about that something just years yeah, ago." Yeah, I know too much about Rory, <laughs> like from Joe Button. Yeah. Right. Like, the fact that I know that Rory has done butt play is too much. <laughs> like, it's really sick. So, and people might say the same thing about this podcast. Yeah. You've done butt play? Oh, teeth no. off. Knock your teeth right. off. Kidding! So, I feel you, yo. You know, we shouldn't feel like we're entitled, but uh, it does kind of affect us, you it know, does. It when, does when these us, folks yes. are off. I don't want to diminish it, but... Yeah. But there's no reason where you should be reading these people on Twitter no. saying, oh, yeah. I deserve a podcast. <laughs> alert, alert. What, Kaylin? Kaylin's going to spoil us all. Black is king? It's not Black is king, but... What? Beyonce is dropping a new song. Mm, When? Never mind. It's not. It's Already. It's it's a song by Shata. The video for Already is coming out on YouTube at 12 a.m. Oh, great. Cheyenne Already. And Zion already. And Zion already. And Zion already. All right, so. All right. Okay. And Terrell's show is back. Sorry. Ellen DeGeneres is sick and shut in. And let me tell you, she is being rebuked. Yes. Because we've, we've all heard the whispers and the wind. And we've seen it on the grapevine. We've seen, we've read the tea leaves that says. Ellen DeGeneres is an asshole behind scenes. And I don't know how else to put it, but that pure mean person, pure terrible person to people. Which is hard for me to believe. I know, it really fucking is. But multiple, multiple sources have been coming out and saying this. And um, one of, one of the, the uh, actor who was recently on her show was treated terribly. Cool. And he, fuck, I can't remember his name. I knew he was going to ask that. Porter. Oh fuck! I'm sorry. No, 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 Porter no, no. no, 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 no. Y'all, I'm sorry. Black or white? He's an actor. Black. I can't think of his name, but he said he was treated terribly. So he went on Twitter and said, "Yo, if you've been treated bad by Ellen DeGeneres, come on my this string. What do you call it? Tweet. Switch? This thread. Oh. Thread. Thank you. And tell about your stories." Multiple, multiple, multiple people coming on there. Employees of hers, past guests. That's uh, it. Saying that one employee said that she will literally pick a different person each day to be mean to. I don't know the definition I feel of mean. Like we've reported that on this pod. Yeah. Yes, but that's not why she's sick and sudden. One example was there was two black women with box braids, and they're like, "Great, we came." Like, well, not only is it Ellen, but her her team, like her head, the head of her team, like her producers. One of them told the black girl, "Well, now we can't tell you two apart." Because they're both had box braids, mm. like blatantly racist. Oh, I didn't know it was racist. I thought it was just mean. Oh, you see this bitch? All right. Not well, just her, but like the producers say that stuff. She's sick and shutting and being rebuked because her show is being investigated for workplace hostility. So this is very good. If she's being a bitch, then they need to get her 
and bring her down. Rip her up off the, the fucking airways if they need to because I'm not staying for this. I just thought it was mean. I don't know the definition of mean, but if it's racism or sexism or any of that being coupled in with the meanness, we can't stand for that in 2020. So, Ellen, you put on this nice fucking happy face on TV and donate to people's charities and shit. You're so fucking nuts. But yeah, that is nuts. <laughs> be a mean person behind the scenes. I just don't get it, but... um. Everybody's an actor in Hollywood. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, therefore, you are truly being rebuked. I mean, I guess I will you give you... Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter. Yeah. Kevin Porter. Thank you. Can you tell me what he looked like? That's who it was. So, um... I don't know who he is. I want to give you... I want to give you... A chance to let some of the evidence come out because I don't know. Being mean, she's a comedian. Maybe she's making jokes. I mean, the box braid shit ain't funny. I don't think not that's at all. Jokes. That's actually discrimination. Yeah, that's not jokes at all. But I mean, you know, people, you could be making jokes about people and people think the jokes are mean. But no, that's still unacceptable. So I heard this from a lot of people. Yeah, fuck you, Ellen. On that, Twitter. Yeah. Fuck. So you are therefore sick and shutting and being rebuked to damnation in hell. Mm. So next, oh and lastly on the second shut-in is Drea Michelle. What did her fine ass do? I didn't put her on. So there. I put her on. There. Oh my oh, word! Last week oh, we yeah, last talked week. about Drea Michelle and how she disrespected um, Megan mm. by saying, "I want someone to shoot me to show me that they love me." <laughs> she has therefore been kicked off of Savage X Fenty's promotional list. And models. Oh, yes. that's sick and shut in. Yes. Damn. So, next thing you know, she's removed from every picture off of Savage as Xfinity <laughs> website. Wow. And Rihanna does the trick by sending fucking Megan Thee Stallion a brand new lingerie set to wear. <laughs> Megan took a picture in the lingerie set saying thanks Rihanna and Savage Xfinity. To throw shade and to stomp on Drea Michelle's neck even more. So she probably was getting a lot of money out of that fucking Savage X collab. And therefore, she may be going back to the strip club, feeding her son kid cuisine meals because she lost her brand partnership. So therefore, she is sick, sick and, and shut Now that's really sick and shut. When you start losing opportunities, yes. big opportunities to work with Fenty, you saw ASAP Rocky was pumped to be on on uh, Fenty with, and with Rihanna. Nas X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have my ass posing for Fenty if if Fenty's I could get on there. Mm-hmm. Right. So to lose those type of that's serious. Mm-hmm. See how stupid shit you say can get you in trouble. <laughs> See what happened when you don't protect black women? Should it your food. <laughs> so that's something for me to remember on this podcast. I know. <laughs> but, uh, therefore, Dre and Michelle, you are sick and shut in. So, all right. That's it, y'all. Thanks for listening this week. Uh, what's, what's next? All right. That's, that's it. it. It's like I'm the end of the road. So <laughs> that's all I have for the, this week's podcast. We hope you enjoy and I would like to open up the floor for anyone to say any last results. I mean, replies <laughs> to take us out. That's it. Y'all have a good one, y'all. And bless. Um, check out what you're drinking. I just posted a new video today. Oh, very well. Yeah. Amen. Hi. Yeah. Be black, y'all. Mm. Unless you're not black, then don't be black, please. And how about motherfucking uh, just hilarious? We got anything to say about her? Or oh. We ain't worried about her. I know it's a whole nother just hilarious. Late edition. Whole new shit is <laughs> she can't be canceled because she's already canceled. Oh. So she thinks that I don't care what y'all say about me. 
Mm-hmm. But if you want to bring up the topic, then go ahead. She's pretty much doing it for relevancy. Yeah. And it's such a shame. Because, I mean, I think she is funny. She has talent, but this ain't the way. For the listeners who don't know, she made a whole reenactic, a whole reenactment. Totally not funny clip that she put on Instagram reenacting Meg Thee Stallion being shot by Tory Lanez. I mean, it's, it's first of all, it's too early. People are going to make jokes about this down the line. They're going to make jokes about I can't, you know, comedy, that's how it is. They always yeah. go to risky stuff like this and make jokes. Especially since no one died, no one was fatally injured or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So this is like a prime thing to make jokes about because everyone's fine, you know. But she, she went in too quick, too soon. And the biggest issue, like I said, is the shit ain't funny. So she just looked really foolish on Instagram reenacting this shit. She was trending number one on Twitter, being roasted down boots by everybody I could see. So, therefore, you're sick and shut and being rebuked and as well. I think she's like profiting. And your music is terrible in the words of Kaylin D. I think she's kind of like profiting off of this like cancel thing because I think when she had her whole scandal with um, the, the people on the plane, um, did you remember oh, that? Yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. she was talking about um, the Arab people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was actually really shook at that point mm-hmm. because she thought that she really was getting canceled but then right. when she saw that she yeah, could yeah. get away with it yeah, and she bad, could like yeah. she got so she her name was everywhere her name was all over Twitter or whatever I think mm-hmm. that she's trying to do the same thing wow. and it, that's just corny to me like you're just literally just trying to get off off of a gag corny mm-hmm. yes absolutely and to leave on a high note I want to give a shout out to Samaya in Baltimore who we once talked about on this podcast. The Ledger Rider? The boy, not the Ledger Rider. The boy who was in the Chinese spot and he was talking to the lady and was saying hmm. bad words oh, or like, racist. yeah, being racist. He is changing his life for the better. And remember we said he apologized and he went to the person and said he was sorry. Mm-hmm. He is now, he has started up a running club in Baltimore of everybody gets together on Tuesdays and they meet at his house because he lives in the city and they run down by City Hall and all this kind of stuff. And it's called Building Bodies and Bonds. And basic... And bonds? Yeah, bonds. Like friendly bonds. And he be having like 60 people running and biking with them throughout the city of Baltimore. And then afterwards, they go and eat. And they'll like set up and maybe do a cookout in like an abandoned parking lot and stuff. And he made it to the news because of that. And I want to give him a shout out because he's doing good for the city. And he's also promoting something good like working out versus like, I don't know, eat funnel cake or something. So I wanted to give him that regard. Okay. Still racist though. And then on top of that, the other day, I think there's a biking club in Randallstown as well. With all black people just biking and cycling down Winans Road. And I just want to say, love to see it. It's a great sight. Just please be careful, y'all, and stick with the pack. But other than that, I think it's really good to see black people sticking together, working out. I would love to be with y'all one day. And maybe after I get my body done, I will join. So therefore, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Street miles. Continue to do something else for the community. What you do today will influence somebody tomorrow. Stream house. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Peace. Mm